This week, we're taking the train to the beautiful country of Ireland to find out what kind of creepiness this gorgeous island can get us into. So many castles. Listener discretion is always advised. All aboard the Midnight Train. And welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. Yes, we make fun of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. <laughs> I'm kind of dry mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? We, we are a comedy podcast and things can get pretty dark. So if you're not into that, listen, no hard feelings. Fuck if, off. Right. Go fuck your right? fucking mother. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But if you are, listen, thanks for uh, being just as twisted and screwed up as we are. Right. Yeah. Right. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. And with me, of course, are my co-hosts, Logan and Jeff Butchko. Hey, hey buddy. How are you? How are you doing? Huh. I'm amazing. It's so cool. That we shared the same last name. Oh. Yes. Right? I know. I'm like, it's like we're brothers. <laughs> Logan and Jeff Butch. What's yeah. Logan? Does, it, does that seem. We're like a couple. Is you it always introduce yes. us as a couple. Is that yes. confusing? Is that what this is? Hey, is, is that confusing? He's a catch, and I'm 100% lucky. Oh, wow. So it's that kind of couple, huh? <laughs> you shut oh. your mouth. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm telling you what, Logan. Oh, boy. So listen, our Patreon bonus for this week for you poopers out there, or if you want to become a pooper, will be on John Botkin Adams. An Irish-born doctor that may be responsible for over 100 deaths. So sign up for our Patreon, support the show, and become a pooper. All right? So that's it for the business stuff. That's out of the way. Wait, so let's get into this. You want to do business no more? Well, at the end. Oh, okay. At the end. We'll save it for the end. Gotcha. Bit, the end. You're seeing business up front, party in the back? Yeah. What, are we a mullet now? Yeah, it's a mullet. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'm glad he he, he got yeah, that really that quick. Was good. He was like, that was good. I mean, my wife's a cosmetologist. She works on hair all day. Oh, okay. So you, yeah, my daughter right. loves malts, by the way. Really? She wants one. Why I'm don't like, you grow one? Mm, I had one. I don't fuck with it no more. I wish I could grow hair. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll save it to the end. Let's just get into this. Let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab a drink, and let's get spooky. But first, here's a toast to all you beautiful motherfuckers. <laughs> Go home and get your fucking shine box. You guys are here to have fun with us because we're talking about, well, we're getting into some crazy stuff today. We're going back to our creepy stuff. You guys know what it is. We go to different countries. And we talk about the creepy sides of the said countries. And today, listen. Kathy Lee Gifford. What was that? Kathy Lee Gifford. What was that? Dude? Okay. <laughs> full, creepy. Full disclosure, since you guys have gotten this far already, um, <laughs> we decided to partake in a little bit of cannabis. Listen, we made a promise a while before ago we started that we would 
smoke and watch the Scouts guy zombie apocalypse. Yes, and I have to yes. apologize to the sister skeleton for that. So skeleton, we're kind of doing that without the movie right now, yeah. right? Which we will listen. I promise you this. All right, hey, I've seen the movie and I wasn't high when I was watching it. It was great. Well, I have I have a new TV I just got today. Oh yeah, it's sitting in my living room and I'm excited about it. I'm oh, getting yeah, a surround yeah. system that's built into my couch, which is so it's going to be insane. Of. We're going to watch that movie. So don't come over on chilly night because <laughs> we're going to put plastic down on the couch. <laughs> so it's going to be amazing. So yes, we we promise we will do that. Okay. So listen, on today's episode. We're going to creepy Ireland. Oh, yeah. Ireland. And we're going to try really, really hard not to do any really bad Irish accents. Unless, are we? I don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, there it is. It's too late. <laughs> I think we need to throw it in. <laughs> That's I good. I don't understand That's what good. you're talking about there, lad. So to kick it off right, we wanted to say top of the morning to you. But seeing as how that's just a silly Hollywood invention, we are instead going to say a hundred thousand welcomes. Right? Oh, with your bag of shite. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Logan, you actually put that in there. So is that yeah. actually what they say over there? Yes. Uh, a lot of people actually, uh, they when they're being proper, when they're greeting, that's like their, their go-to for it. Otherwise, like the biggest greeting is average. So now is it creepy when they say it like 100,000 welcomes? Or is it like, oh! Hundred thousand welcomes. Depends. <laughs> Drinking before or after. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, they're Irish, right? I mean, they don't they? I feel like that's my heritage. Oh, so, yeah. Same here. Right? Of course it is because oh, yeah, I'm your father. That would make sense. Are you? Well, <laughs> 23 of me says yes. Man, I wish we had video going. <laughs> you amped up so much for that, for that different one. Oh, yeah. Like you could see it in your face. You were just like, <laughs> and then you like let it go. It was awesome. I was going for going for yeah. it. So, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, I reached out to a friend of ours, Katie, oh. whose father is directly from Ireland, and his name is Kevin, and Kevin is absolutely amazing. Can we call him? Uh, no. Damn it. Um, he was, actually, I saw him today, um, so I asked her to see if he had any sort of creepy interactions over there. Oh. She also reached out to a cousin who lives over there, and I received this message uh, that morning. Hmm. Um, quote, oh boy, I hit the jackpot reaching out to my cousins in Ireland. I had no idea about this, but here's her message. Oh, um, uh, cause she asked her like if anything had happened or whatever. Mm -hmm. She said, Oh, some that I've heard. Well, um, as it happens, our cousin, uh, and, and she actually put the pronunciation of the name, which is amazing. It's like, she knew I was going to read this, <laughs> uh, Shibale, Shibale, right? Shibale. Yeah, that's a cool name. That's yeah. Dope. Her dad is part of PSI Ireland, the paranormal study investigations that have an entire Facebook, TikTok, and all kinds of shit going on. It's amazing. They Dude, have a ton of followers. I thought that was their version of CSI. I thought you were going to go, what? <laughs> PSI. No, 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 it's, they actually have this. And, uh, you know, so we can have, you know, some good stuff is what she's saying here. Heck yeah, man. And they have a website and everything that everyone should go and check out and tell them that the Midnight Train sent you. It, you can go to PSIIreland.com. And if you go to their Facebook page, dude, it's amazing. They have so much content on there. And it's just, it, I don't know. I thought it was super cool. Yeah, Are there leprechauns? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't I guess you'd have to watch to see. Oh. Now, the response from Katie's father, Kevin. Oh. Okay. And her mother sent this because they were texting. <laughs> she says, dad said he can't think of anything. I asked him about the fairies and the banshees, and he said he never saw any of them. The only thing we could think of was when they had to break his dad, his dead great uncle's legs to get him in his coffin because they died at home and rigor mortis set in. That's oh. pretty common, actually. That happens like here. That's fucking. You never heard of that? With all no, the stuff I've never. I, I, I don't know. I guess I never. I guess it really kind of makes sense because if you're if you die and you're yeah. like say sitting up, then they have to like kind of 
But I thought like rigor mortis was like a sudden death kind of thing. Like your body just goes in shock and you're no, you're, no, no, no. Rigor mortis like, is when your body sets in. It's yeah, rigor. It's just just in you're, it's okay. the muscles and the blood and everything the kind only, of freezing up. The only way to animate is to is to break. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Lyrics. Ugh. The only way to animate is to break. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And thank you, Katie, for reaching out to them and make sure you guys are checking out PSI Ireland. It's Thanks, pretty awesome. Katie. Yeah, yeah, super cool. It was awesome. So listen, it's not much like the Irish or us to beat around the bush. So if you don't like that, well then fuck off while you still got the legs to carry you. Oh, right? I got that reference. That was That's good. good. I got that, that reference. Good. I felt like I got one. We gotta go a little bit faster. Fuck off while you still got the legs to carry yourself. Because they're what were they in that? It's they're gypsies. Snatch. Yeah, they're they're gypsies. Yeah, but they call them pikers. Yeah, pikes. Yeah, pikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pikes. They, they don't like them over there. No, they're basically like gypsies, right? Yeah. They're gypsies. Yeah. I got, listen, we're we're getting all of our knowledge of Ireland thus far lucky from charms. Snatch. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And Lucky Charms. Yes, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> First off, let's do what we do and talk about the country of Ireland and its history. Okay. Ireland is a beautiful, lavishly green island in the North Atlantic. It is separated from Great Britain to its east by the North Channel, the Irish Sea, and St. George's Channel. Ireland is the second largest island in the British Isles, the third largest in Europe, and the 20th largest on Earth. The first is uh, Greenland. Makes sense. Yeah. Which is covered in ice, and Iceland's green, which is really freaking weird. Yeah. The first is Greenland. Yeah, the first, uh, the fir- the largest island is Greenland. Wouldn't it be Australia? <sighs> That's a continent, so they don't have technically, yes, but no. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, so, okay, okay, yeah, okay, come okay, on, okay, you know, okay, okay. you know. So it's pretty impressive. And by the way, the name St. George's Channel is said to be recorded in 1578 in Martin Frobisher's re- record of his second voyage. Oh. It derives from a legend that St. George had voyaged to Roman Britain from the Byzantine Empire, approaching oh. Britain via the channel that bears his name. Gotcha. The name was popularized by English settlers in Ireland after the plantations. Funny story about Martin Frobisher, and this is absolutely amazing. He was a privateer that used to rob French ships. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Frobisher also found that he thought what what he thought was gold ore and carried 200 tons of it home on three ships. Nice. They initially determined it to be worth about uh, right around uh, five uh, point. Well, five, how do you say that? Five point two pounds? Is that how you would say that? It's pounds. Five pounds two pence? Is that what that is? Or what did Scrooge McDuck have? <laughs> In this swimming pool. Scrooge is Scottish, damn it! Oh, he is. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Which would roughly be about seven dollars per ton, way back then in the late fifteen hundreds. Okay. okay? okay which today would equate to around $237 per ton, making the haul worth approximately $47,400 back then, right? That's a lot of cheddar. Encouraged by his newfound wealth, Frobisher returned to Canada with an extensive fleet and dug several mines around Frobisher Bay. Nice. He carried 1,350 tons, approximately (laughs) $3,119. I can't do it. Three hundred. $319,950. Thank you. (laughs) Of today. Uh, Of the ore back to England. So he took the stuff that he thought was gold Mm -hmm. back to England, Uh where after years and years of smelting, they finally realized that the ore was an utterly worthless rock called Hornblende. This is Hornblende! (laughs) Which is typically green and shows how dumb people were back in the 16th century. Wait, don't you call that West Virginia gold? Uh, That's, what is that? That's uh, pyrite. Yeah. Pyrite yeah. is, isn't that? You make some hell of explosions with that stuff. Um, Wait, with pyrite? No. Yeah. No. Pyrite's the gold looking stuff. It's, yeah, fool's, it's, gold. it's fool's gold. 
What the hell are you thinking of? Google help me. <laughs> Google. Google. Google, Google help me. The Googles. The Google machine. So Ireland is divided between the Republic of Ireland, which <laughs> covers five, six of the island, and Northern Ireland, Ireland, which is part of the United Kingdom. Uh-huh. In 2011, the population of Ireland was about uh, 6.6 million, ranking it the second most populous island in Europe after wow. Great Britain. As of 2016... 4.8 million people live in the Republic of Ireland and 1.8 million in Northern Ireland. What? Huh. So it turns out pyrite uh-huh. is one of the most deadly explosives. Is it really? I tried to tell you this. Wait, wait what's it mixed with? You got to look and see it what says it says. When strongly heated, pyrite undergoes an oxidation reaction, reacting with oxygen in the air mm-hmm. and or the torches effluent. Dude, that's fucked up because my grandmother's driveway had nothing but like chunks of it all over the place. Yeah. Wait, I, wait, I've wait. heard of it before, like in... Uh, this is Fool's Gold we're talking about, though, right? Yeah, right. Dynamite sticks. Isn't that what they call like Fool's Gold? Well, look at Fool's Gold real quick, yeah, because I feel gold? like I feel like we're fucking up and we're talking about two different things. I thought wait, it was pyrite. It's giving me a picture of Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> all the single ladies, all the single ladies. <laughs> yeah, it says pyrite. It's, full, it's under Fool's Gold. Yeah, awesome. so Fool's Gold is one of the most yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You can explode it. I'm not even joking. We thought we were, like, finding cool shit Yeah, and, like, bringing... I'm boxes of it home. God, what is it? I could have blowed up I'm my sure house. I'm sure the listeners know, but it's it's almost like like a flint. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. They make the pyrite like a flint, I think. What? I'm no chemist. Obviously. <laughs> I don't I know. know. Our li- listeners will correct Dude, I don't even know what's sure. going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? So Ireland has low-lying mountains surrounding a central plain with several rivers extending inland. Its lush vegetation is a product of its mild but changeable climate, free of extremes in temperature. Oh. Not too hot, not too cold. Sounds beautiful. Can we move there? Uh, yes. Okay. It's a beautiful place. We have a place to stay if we go out there, so I'm pretty excited about that. What? Oh, yeah. Katie and her family, they're literally from there. You literally think they would let us in if we knocked on their door? They'd be like, no. Ab- no, dude, of course. I mean, if one of the uncles has a freaking um, the, the PSI Ireland, they'd be like, come on in. Let's yeah, find man. some crazy shit. Like, welcome to the Shire. Yeah. The Shire. The Shire. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You- and by the way, we are by no means making fun of anything. Please take what we say as just, you know, just it, 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 it's cute. Yeah, right? it's, it's cute. cute. You have the best yeah. of Shires and the worst of Shires. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the wrong button. There it is. Shit. Oh, boy. So much of Ireland was primarily forest until the the end of the Middle Ages. Today, woodland makes up about 10% of the island compared with a European average of over 33%. There are 26 land mammal species native to Ireland. This includes the red deer, nice. which is believed to have been present in Ireland for at least 12,000 years. Wow. The mighty red deer is Ireland's most significant land mammal. And if you guys get a chance, maybe we'll throw it up on social media so you can see what this thing looks like. It look, it's super cool looking. Um, so, uh, and, and it only uh, the current species of deer is actually considered native to the country is the red deer. That's the wow. only okay. deer there. Everyone else came from someplace. Apparently, they got on boats and came over. Huh. Like, oh, deer. <laughs> it's big. The red deer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super cool looking. Yeah. It looks almost like an elk. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Large caribou. The Irish climate is influenced by the Atlantic Ocean and thus very moderate, and winters are milder than expected for such a northern area. However, summers are cooler than those in uh, continental Europe. Be rainfall, a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> rainfall and cloud cover are abundant, like a lot. Yeah, but imagine. It's pretty... It's like it, Seattle. Pretty gloomy. Yes, yeah. it gets very drab and kind of like whatever, but I love that. Yeah, I feel like that'd be that. like perfect. Dude, yeah. speaking of that, yeah, the last two days, it's been like super gloomy and drab and 
and whatever. Yeah. Dude, I went, I went to go outside when I was at work today, and it was so damn bright. I, I literally, because I'm, I'm very overdramatic when I'm at work sometimes, I kicked the door sometimes. open <laughs> to go outside <laughs> to throw something away, and literally the sun was so damn bright, I cried. My eyes just watered up instantly. Did it blind you with science? <laughs> No, I, I'm not. Uh, I went and took the garbage out this morning. Yeah. And I walked out there. I'm like, oh, fucking garbage. And I couldn't see the garbage cans because my eyes were like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, what bright. is this? Yeah, it's just been so shitty here lately. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with the show, we are from right outside of Cleveland, Ohio. So it's uh, it's been shitty, snowy, and cold here. Yeah. Yeah. Today's like the first sunshiny day that we've had in three damn days. Yeah. it's We you weren't supposed to go out in the sun, though. Dr. Fauci said you six feet from the sun. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I just and you have to wear a chin diaper. Oh, a wait, chin wait, wait. diaper. Yeah. Six oh. feet? Yep. That's pretty hot. Well, wow. if you don't want COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so Gaelic Ireland had emerged by the first century AD. The island was Christianized from the fifth century forward. Following the 12th century Anglo-Norman invasion, huh. England claimed supreme power over Ireland. However, English rule did not extend over the entire island until the 16th or 17th century uh, the, uh, during the Tudor conquest. Tudor? Tudor. Oh. Which led to colonization by settlers from, uh, you know, Logan and my distant relatives. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's, yeah, kind my of, distant yeah. relatives. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, of course, the Brits. Uh, yeah, in uh, the 1690s, a system of Protestant English rule was designed to materially uh, screw over the Catholic majority and uh, Protestant protesters and was extended during the 18th century. Finally, with the Acts of Union in 1801, Ireland became a part of the United Kingdom. In the early 20th century, the island's partition followed a war of independence thus creating the Irish free state, which is why part of it is still part of the United Kingdom and the other part, they're, they're a free state. Makes okay. sense. Makes and sense. Where is the Magic Kingdom? The Magic Kingdom? That's uh, Disneyland. Oh, well, I yeah. thought it was Universal Studios. No. No, that's Epcot Center. Yeah. No, that's different. <laughs> We, you guys don't know what you're talking about right now. I don't think any of us do at this point. Yeah. Oh, God. Wait, we're talking about Greenland, right? Yes. Oh, right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So this also became increasingly, um, you know, on its own over the following decades. And Northern Ireland, which remained a part of the United Kingdom. Again, so they were, you know, up top. That's yeah. part of the United Kingdom. So when you say United Kingdom, everyone's like, we're going to go to the UK. It's like, well, which part? Because mm. there's Ireland, there's England, there's like Wales. You know what I mean? There's yeah. there's so many different parts of the United Kingdom when you actually look at it, and that's just their thing as a whole. Like you know, North America, South America, kind of. Uh, well, yeah, but those are. But they're we're separated then. Yeah. yeah. So this is like it's got its own like. So if you look up the UK, like the United Kingdom, yeah, it's literally got parts of different countries in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas like, it, but it's like parts. You know what I mean? So if you say North America, you know that it's. You know, we're Mexico. It's south past Duran Duran River. Right. No, yeah. no, no, it's left at Albuquerque. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, now that everyone else is confused. <laughs> okay, that is just a little history on the uh, country of Ireland. And just a little side note, the wife and I are actually looking into going over to Ireland with my best pal and Patreon pooper, Bill Burt, to visit his girlfriend, <laughs> Katie, and her family. And I'm super excited about yeah, that. Wow. Especially because you're going to be bringing Logan with you, too. Yeah, yeah right. Logan's going to be my carry-on. Right. Yeah. Did you get the real ID? The what? Your license to be able to fly. Yeah. You mean passport? You sound very confident. <laughs> you, you're talking about a passport? Because I have a no, passport. you have to have the real ID to fly now, too. Yeah, the real ID, though. You can't have the fake one. What the shit is that now? You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, I you do. You take a, like a utility bill, your yep. social security card, you a, and your birth certificate. Yep. 
You have to like verify three different ways. But I already have a passport. What the fuck do I need that for? Passport's not on void. You can use the passport as one of your verifications. Yeah, but you but can't you use three. it to get on a plane to go overseas. You have to have it on an ID card. Yeah, they won't let you on a plane. plane. Yeah, unless you do it. Yeah. You never heard about this? You guys are fucking no, with me, this, right? dude, this was Oh enacted, my god! This was like, June of last year that this has been enacted. We're gonna get so many comments from listeners. Oh, no, they're gonna be so pissed off. You, at me you or never, you? I, you? Never heard <laughs> you, you know I don't know. I, I, I don't go anywhere. News? I mean, it's been everywhere. Dude, I've been out of the country dude, one time. Have you been to the DMV in the last year and a half? No. This is the fly oh, within man. the United States. Yeah. It's a fly anywhere. You have to have this. No, bullshit. I just came from Minneapolis not too long ago, and I didn't have to have any of that, that shit. That was prior to the June thing. No, it was like it two started. months ago. <laughs> I know, it just started, though, didn't it? Yeah, it was like supposed to be like the first of the year. Like, All right, we're gonna, I'm going to look further into this because I feel like you guys I'll, are fucking I'll me. I'll get the link, and I'll send All right. it to you. All right. So now let's get into this awesome, creepy stuff here because there's a lot of it. I mean, it's an old country, so of course there's going to be a lot of creepy stuff, right? What would a creepy episode be without a haunted castle or two or, yes, 30,000? Yes, there is approximately wow. 30,000 muffin farming castles in Ireland. And hell no, we're not going to talk about all of them. What's up, Jeff? Okay. May 3rd, 2023 is when you have to have the real ID by. Ah. Also, you're trying to talk to so. me about stuff in the future. I don't even know what I'm doing today. It's coming soon. All right. To a theater near you. At least I got it in your mind. <laughs> so now you yes, remember. That I will forget five minutes from now. Yeah. Yes. Especially with that Khalifa. <laughs> oh, boy. So let's first talk about Loftus Hall. Uh, this is County West Wexford, known as the most haunted house in Ireland, said to be haunted by the devil himself. Ooh. The fate of Loftus Hall as one of the most haunted places in Ireland was perhaps set in stone due to its construction in 1350 during the time of the Black Death. And you can always head back and listen to that episode because we actually covered the uh, the Black Death, a.k.a. the uh, bubonic plague, right? That was the bubonic bubonic. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Black Plague. Yeah, yeah it's the same thing. <laughs> However, the legend of Loftus Hall actually dates from the 18th century when a mysterious stranger came calling on the Tottenham family who occupied the house at the time. Legend has it that the Tottenham daughter, Anne, soon realized that this mysterious stranger was none other than the motherfucking devil due to the apparent fact that he had a cloven hoof in place of his foot. Wait. Good catch, Anne. Just one foot? Yeah, I think it's just one. Oh, so he was like... Half devil. A tenth of a devil. We don't know what's above the foot. Oh, true that, true that, true that. Yeah, I don't know. Soon after, the mysterious stranger disappeared when he flew up and through the roof. Having disgraced the family due to her supposed hysterics, Anne was subsequently locked away in her room where she died several years later. You know, like, you know, psilocybin, possibly. Odd side note, in 2006, Minister of uh, Minister of Health Mary Harney banned the sale and possession of magic mushrooms containing psilocybin following the tragic so, death. Psilocybin? Psilocybin. 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 <laughs> no, it's obviously psilocybin. That's right. But uh, they banned it uh, after the death of a 33-year-old Dublin man who jumped from a balcony while hallucinating. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Can you imagine what he was seeing? Yeah, I was about to say, what was he seeing that made him jump? From I don't know. He's probably the devil into one of those sandworms from Beetlejuice. <laughs> He's just, you know. No. It could be anything. I yeah. I mean, who knows? However, I do have to have like a little, uh, little another sidebar here. Uh-oh. That story mm-hmm. of the devil where someone sees the hoof, mm-hmm. that is actually connected to like... I looked up a lot of stuff for Ireland. That's connected to a, that exact same story is connected to like, I don't know, 30 other freaking ca- or castles, cemeteries or houses and stuff in Ireland. It's weird. It's like a very prominent kind of thing that like, I'm not sure if people just got their stories mixed up when it came to things. Or apparently there was a pirate living on the island that just so happened to have a peg leg. 
and they thought it was a cloven hoof. I I don't know if that's how that works. It sounds like a hoof. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, maybe whatever, Jeff. You're the uh, I'm going to go with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There it is. I actually right. got Jeff on my side this time. Yeah. Wow. That's the crazy. PS5 lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it is said that Mushroom Ann actually haunts Loftus Hall, which is said to be a hive of poltergeist activity even today. That son of a bitch devil also left his mark on Loftus Hall, where he left a mysterious mark on the roof. Remember, he jumped through the roof, which visitors could view pre, uh, via a pre-booked guided tour of the hall if it were still functioning as a ghost trap. I mean, you know, a ghost rendezvous place. Yeah. Yeah. As far as we know, it is actually for sale right now. Oh, it's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> so it is for sale. As with many ghost stories, especially ones from forever ago, there are always variations to the story. And of course... I found one. Oh, no kidding. One evening, Charles was resting in his home in 1775 with his second wife and daughter from his first marriage, Anne, you know, Anne, you know, the one who's popping mushrooms over here, <laughs> while the Loftus family were away on business. A ship unexpectedly arrived at the Hook Peninsula during a storm where the mansion was located. A young man was welcomed into the mansion. Anne and the young man became very close. Mm. One night, the family and the mysterious man were in the game room playing cards. Each player received three cards apart from Anne, who was only dealt to oh. by the mysterious man in the game. Wow. A butler serving the Tottenham family at the, uh, at the table was just about to question the man when Anne bent down to pick another card from the floor, which, which of course, she must have dropped, so she's picking up that third card. Obviously, yeah. It is said that when Anne bent over to pick up the card, she looked beneath the table to see that the mysterious man had a cloven foot. Holy Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I was waiting and waiting so patiently. All right, I, I, I'll, I'll just let you do those. I even finale. counted the syllables to the timing of it. For you guys that didn't hear that, go back like 30 seconds and listen. Jeff played a sound bite right, right over me, and it's pretty funny. Anyway, so she saw the cloven foot. It was then that Anne stood up and said to the man, quote, you have a cloven foot. So the man went up through the roof, leaving behind a large hole in the ceiling. Soon, Anne became mentally ill. It is believed that the family was ashamed of Anne and locked her away in her favorite room, where she would be happy. Yet, out of everyone's view, which was known as the tapestry room, so that's where she hung out, Anne refused food and drink and sat with her knees under her chin, looking at the uh, out the tapestry room window across the sea to where Dunmore East is today, waiting for her mysterious stranger, the devil, apparently, mm -hmm. to return until Anne died in the tapestry room in 1775. He's going to be a while. He went down to Georgia. Yeah. It is said that when she died, they could not straighten her body as her muscles had seized and she was buried in the same sitting position in which she had died. Why didn't they break her legs? Yeah. Okay. Well, they needed to just spot. Well, she was in a sitting arm. position, so they were already like folded in, so she was easier to fit. Yeah, but how are you going to close the casket? If your knees are all up, in, you know what I mean? That's why you cremate. Oh, well, whatever. Okay, so the reason I put those two stories in there is because it's pretty much the same story. Yeah. A little bit more elaborate, but that's that particular one right there is the one I found throughout. So it must be like a very popular tale over in Ireland. Is there going to be a name for this beast? The devil, motherfucker. The one-legged man. I'm thinking like Krampus, like a Krampus-looking thing. Oh. Yeah, but they said he looked like a, uh, like a normal man. Like he yeah. came up and she was actually getting close to the guy. And then all of a sudden she looked down and motherfuckers got cloven hooves. Have you guys ever read or seen Artemis Fowl? No. Is it the guy from Wild Wild West? No. What? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> that's that's Will Smith and what's no, his face? No, that's Artemis. His name's Artemis. No, you're thinking Ready Player One. 
No, that's not, God. There is an no. Artemis in. Ready yeah, for oh no, his name is Art. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, but anyways, so an Artemis Fowl, <laughs> they take the fairy tales and bring them to life, and whatever the hell is that called? Not a centaur or a, it's a, not a sitar. What the fuck is it called? When, oh, I know what you're talking. When about. When you're half goat, half man. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> Minotaur. No, it's half goat, half man. I half bull. Minotaur's a half or mostly bull. Half goat, half man. Yeah, it's like something. A tar. gan. <laughs> A moat. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. Are you saying spam? <laughs> anyway, go but ahead. Anyways, they talk a lot about like everyone right now is going, it's called this. That's yeah. my favorite part of this, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I'm screaming. Into yeah, the because freaking... we'll get emails and texts or uh, messages from people. And they're like, motherfucker. I love it. Sorry. Yeah, I can't remember what the hell it's called. But anyways, so that book, whatever, turned into a movie. It was actually a really good movie. It's based in Ireland. There's a whole lot of like fairy tale creatures and stuff like that that they bring out to uh, like bring to life in the book series or whatever. Okay. And. Ireland is like it's a fawn. It's not a fawn. That's what the internet says. It's something tar. Fawn. It's like a Greek F A U N. Fawn. Mm, I don't know. Is a half human, half goat mythological creature appearing in Greek and Roman mythology. You like that? What the hell? <laughs> anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Anyways, I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> but, no. Anyways, they were talking smoke about weed it. every day. They, it, they, they, Ireland has a lot to do with um, like mythical creatures and stuff like that. So and like, goats. Yeah, they like goats. Well, they're they're an old country. Yeah, they're very old. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 a very very I mean, very old place. Like, yeah, like and here it was talking about first AD and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. old. It's old. <laughs> like old. You type in Ireland mythical creatures. The first thing that comes up is leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> well, leprechauns were big over there. Like as far as like from our standpoint. Do you remember the video from? Oh God, what was this? this is going back? Like, <laughs> y'all see the leprechaun yeah. in the tree? Say yeah, that woo, woo. <laughs> the whistle tip. You remember the guy's got the flute? And he's like, this is a leprechaun flute passed it down was a piece from of three pipe. generations. Yeah, it was like a PVC pipe. He's like, my great grandfather gave it to my daddy. My daddy gave it to me. Yeah. This will summon the leprechaun you want to see. And he goes, y'all see that leprechaun in the tree? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a crazy video. That's like dude. one of the first meme videos. Yeah, when yeah, that for sure. Yeah. So now Logan, Logan's like, all right, talking about, I'm going to send it to you. It'll make more sense. We should post that up online so yeah, we can see a, that. That's a classic. That'd be hilarious. So now let's go to Ballygally Castle, oh. okay, in County Antrim. Said to be one of the most haunted places in all of Ulster, the picturesque Ballygally Castle, which sits on the coast, is haunted by several different ghosts. The most well-known of these entities is the ghost of Lady Isabella Shaw. This so-called ghost of Ballygally has a penchant, or a penchant, but I... Decided to be fancy nice. for knocking on bedroom doors in the dead of the night. Ooh. Who was that? My dog's gonna freak out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Though restless, Lady Isabella is a friendly ghost who roams the halls looking for the child uh, of her child taken from her at birth by her cruel husband, Lord James. Sounds like an asshole. Once in possession of his child, legend has it that Lord of Buttholes James locked his wife away in a tower where she fell or was pushed. To her death sometime later. Today, visitors can climb a spiral staircase to view the ghost room where Lady Isabella lived her tragic final days. In 2003, manager Olga Henry mentioned that after spending time in the hotel, quote, I'm sort of very skeptical about the whole supernatural thing and ghosts. But the more I stay here and work here, the more I think there's definitely something in the hotel. According to Olga, a guest was staying in one of the rooms located in the tower beneath the ghost room. In the middle of the night, he awoke, half asleep, believing he was at home, and that one of his children had laid their tiny hands on his back. Hmm. He woke up, realizing where he was, and said that he could hear a child running about the room and laughing, 
But, <laughs> but nothing could be seen, so he ran, ran into the lobby wearing nothing but his boxers, scared to shit. Okay. Wait, he was scared to shit? He was scared to shit. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Not scared of shitting. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, A, that I'd be a little bit weird about that. About a guy running around with his boxers? Not the guy running around. I'm the fucking waking up and having a little kid, and all of a sudden you're hee and running around the room. Dude, speaking of which. Uh, oh, God. Dude. Last week. Don't tell me anything about my granddaughter. Holy fuck, dude. Good as shit. <laughs> was she pointing at the ceiling and she was talking like <laughs> So we were we were we were we were we were asleep, dead asleep. And then like an hour, hour and a half of us sleeping, all of a sudden Sid just like smacks the fuck out of me. And I'm like, fuck's going on? All I heard was <laughs> and I was like was it Sid? I was like, someone's in my fucking house. Sid is his wife, by the way. I grabbed my fucking gun out of the fucking nightstand, which is right next to me. I'm like, freak the fuck out. Sid's like, do you hear that toy clicking? I'm like, fucking toy clicking. I heard an old man in my house. What the fuck is going on? Uh-oh. I run out, and Ava's just laying in her bed. She's talking in her sleep, and we have the monitor going, and I was like, why the fuck do you sound like yes! old Yes! You need to record this <laughs> stuff was, for the show. Yeah, we need that. Creepy. We need that sound Dude, bite. how old is your house that you live in? Yeah, it was built in like the 70s. Oh, it was a Manson house. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy! You need to start recording sound bites and dude. And I video hear clips. I hear creepy shit all the fucking time. It's so weird. And I like I look like the fucking creepy guy walking out in my underwear in the middle of the night when it's snowing out with a gun in my hand with the yeah. tech like showing. Like I'm that kind of guy. Yeah. 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 Well, in December of 2003, old <laughs> Olga here. Your she, dad is never coming over again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she had actually set up the dungeon room in the tower as they Was were. Was this 50 Shades of Grey? Yeah. <laughs> Go to the dungeon. Ooh. I've never seen that, nor do I ever want to see that. You've never seen that movie? Nope. I refuse. Good man. Yeah. I, 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 I refuse yeah, to watch for it. You. Yeah, I refuse yeah. to watch it. My okay. wife's seen it, though, and then afterwards, boy, was there a talk after that. And I'm like, that's why I didn't want to watch it. It, it is gotta be hands down the dumbest movie Wait, i've ever seen in my life is that why you have the ball and gag upstairs no oh okay gotcha no. oh no that's for medicinal purposes <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah dude i just i just don't think it's it's not up my alley as far as like and i'm not like a, a kink shame or anything like that i don't oh. give a shit but the problem is is that when the book came out mm -hmm. um and listen ladies be empowered Get out there and get yours. 100% you should do that. Don't ever feel that like this whole little differentiation between men and women that men can go out and slang their dick wherever they want and their studs and women can't. That's bullshit. Go get yours. I don't care. But when this book comes out, then all of a sudden there's this huge, oh, women are allowed to do this now. It's like you've always been allowed. You don't need a book to tell you to do that. If you feel you want to do that, go take it. Be you. Who gives a shit? Jess looking at me like, I feel different. <laughs> I feel like I'm a Dr. Phil right now. Now, now, if you feel that way, you just go right ahead. Now, what is your problem about letting your wife go and get a whip and smack you across the back? Now, have you ever had a pinky in your butthole? No? Then how do you know you don't like it? <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys do whatever you want to, and you don't need a book to tell you. Anyway, damn, that was a weird fucking transition. Yeah, that was it? definitely a tangent. Yeah. So anyway, she went down to the... <laughs> so, yeah. She went down to the dungeon room here, as they were expecting guests, and requested that the table... So now this this dungeon room was actually set up for, like, dining and stuff. Oh, nice. Okay? So Remember, we keep, we keep the guests in the dungeon. Correct. Gotcha. Yes. So they had it all prepared, and it was all nice for dinner service. She locked the room and then later checked on it. Okay. 
The mm. table was a complete mess with unfolded napkins, glasses with an unusual scum around them, and was now arranged on the table in a circle. The nerve. Mediums spending the night at the castle have often reported that they've detected more active ghosts than guests actually staying at the hotel. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> so I heard there's going to be a uh, room there for us here in the uh, coming months. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I'm down to go. You know me, dude. I'll go anywhere. Yeah, but places. see, I'm going to go to Ireland and you're just going to not find me anywhere because I'm like hiding in a hole somewhere because I don't want to go back home. Well, I didn't say we have to come back. What would you oh, do cool. in Ireland? If you had the chance to just go there and stay there, what would you do? Like, would how would go, you start? I know life? my answer. I would go find the McCafferty pub. I would go find the McCafferty Shire. And then I would go hang out with the rest of the family that I know that's on both my mom and dad's side because there's a shit ton of those guys out there. First off. Secondly, I'd get drunk as shit every day. All right. You know what I would do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You I would, would sit on a plane and just look. Oh. <laughs> that's what I would do. I would just look out the entire time. It'd be nice. A lot That's of green, it. a lot of hills. Okay, and drink. Yeah. yeah. You can't go there and, and rent drink. a motorcycle. Do you remember when Sons of Anarchy, when they went to Ireland? Oh, yeah, they yeah. Didn't, they didn't rent motorcycles. Going on those those uh, those hilly sides. Oh, yeah. Right? It's beautiful. Weren't they, weren't they Vespas? No. What, why the fuck <laughs> would they be riding Vespas? <laughs> oh, my. That'd be an entirely different show. Yeah. It's Sons of Anarchy. I had to turn that. <laughs> <laughs> Today on Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> now listen up, VP. <laughs> I'm going to take your patch. <laughs> I know you earned that patch, but that patch is not mine. Jax Taylor, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Why don't you shave your beard, Opie? It's tickling. <laughs> oh, oh, my no. God. This oh, is what no. happens when we smoke before we do this. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, moving on. Ross Castle. <laughs> Okay, is now run as a B&B &B and was initially built in 1536 by local ruling clan, the O'Donohue's Moor. There's okay. more of them? It's more M-O-R, Moor. O'Doyle rules. Right, same thing, right. Though ownership changed hands during the second, hand, or second Desmond Rebellion of the 1580s to the McCarthy Moor. Gotcha, okay. gotcha, gotcha. He then released the castle and the lands to Sir Valentine Brown, ancestor of the Earls of Kenmare. Oh, yeah. God, everyone had such great names Valentine back then. Valentine Brown, that's awesome. See, Valentine Brown to me sounds like a pimp out of like <laughs> right. out of the outsides of like Detroit. You know what I mean? He walks up, what's up? I'm Valentine Brown. You got my money. You know what I mean? That's what that sounds like to me. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> my Valentine says, shut up. <laughs> it's uh, fucked up. Which Valentine is actually a uh, a family name in my family. Yeah. We talked about that in yeah. the, in the uh, Hatfield McCoys. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a Valentine in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had an Uncle Val, dude. Yeah. And it goes way back. There's like a bunch of them in there. So maybe, maybe listen, maybe that's where they got it. I don't mm, know. Maybe. The castle was the last to surrender to Oliver Cromwell's roundheads during the Irish Confederate Wars. It was only taken when a boat brought art artillery uh, via the River Loon or Lawn, L-A-U-N-E, La Loon. La Loon? Yeah. Oh, okay. Lord Muskery held the castle against Edmund Ludlow, who marched through, uh, to Ross, which that's what they call this place is Ross because Ross Castle. You get it. Yeah. Anyway, with 4,000 foot soldiers and 200 horses. Oh. However. Foot soldiers from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yes, the foot, they were there. That is awesome. Yeah. I knew they came from somewhere. Yeah, that's where they came from, Ireland. You didn't know? Oh, don't you know? <laughs> However, it was by water that he attacked the stronghold. The Irish had a prophecy that Ross could never be taken until a warship could swim on the lake. An unbelievable prospect. Makes sense. Quote, Ross may all assault disdain till on low lane strange ship shall sail. 
Dude, can you imagine talking like how they used to talk back in the I, day? I couldn't do it now. Dude, that'd be so amazing. <laughs> so basically, that's what they say. They said that there was a prophecy going on that that castle would never be taken unless by by water, by by boats and whatever. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. You know? The big lady's saying. Right. So guests often wake at night hearing voices and doors banging and shutting on their own. Oh. Paranormal believers say that the spirit of an English lord's daughter haunts the castle. So does the ghost of Miles the Slasher O'Reilly. Oh my God, not O'Reilly. <laughs> Auto part. The Ow. Irish chieftain folk hero spent his last night here before dying in battle in 1644. Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So now Glasnevin. I actually had I actually had a pronunciation of this. Glasnevin. Glasnevin. Glasnevin Cemetery Ooh. in Dublin. Oh, yeah. yeah. More than 1.5 million people are buried in Dublin's Glasnevin uh, Cemetery. Holy cow. None arguably more prominent than Michael Collins. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. The nationalist, you should, hopefully. Yeah. Okay, do you? No. no. I didn't think so. The nationalist leader killed in the Irish Civil War in 1922, among the most visited sites in Glasnevin. So his grave is one of the biggest, and they got like oh, 1.5 million. At least 183 soldiers of the Irish Free State were buried around him. That's crazy. In 1967, their names were recorded on a memorial around Collins' grave. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's actually really cool. Yeah. Isn't there a drink what? named after him? No, that's, the, that's the Phil Collins. And every time you drink it, it goes do 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 do. Hands down. <laughs> Set the bar for 2022 because yeah. that right now <laughs> is the best fucking joke I've I've heard in so long. Yeah, I'm soundbiting that, that was one. good. We're, we're gonna that was yeah, good. We're gonna that was a good one. That I one. totally feel um, no, it's not called a Michael Collins, is it? I know what you're talking about. Sound there, familiar? There is like a drink. drink. No, there is it's, a it's drink. like a John Collins or a. Uh, 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 Hold on, you almost got it. Hold on, is it a, a Tom, Tom Collins? Collins? Tom, Tom Collins. Collins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tom Collins. That's what it's it's was. Phil okay. Collins' cousin. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. He's got his own drink. Tom. Tom. Tom Collins. Tom Collins. Tom. He's yes. like, hey Phil, you need a bass player, and Phil's like, no, we're good. <laughs> like, well, I made this drink but for I, you, but I can play. I can play a bass. <laughs> no, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to want me to help you with that Disney soundtrack? No, we're good. Okay, I'll, I'll be over here if you need help. I'll do yeah, Tar- Tom. I'll do Tarzan two for you. <laughs> Go lay down, Tom. Did he do Tarzan? <laughs> he did yeah. Tarzan one and two. I remember that. It's like the music for it. Yeah. Soundtrack is dedicated to Phil Collins because that's all he did. I've really? seen. I saw him uh, do a solo thing um, uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, right, right before COVID, I think. Yeah. And then saw him at. Uh, I think I sent you the pictures yes, of yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Genesis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, dude, amazing! Oh my god. Top song by Phil Collins. Me? Don't think hard. Just go. Uh, it's gonna be um, um, uh, against all odds. Okay. Do you know who Phil Collins is? <laughs> yes, I mean, he was in Genesis, obviously. <laughs> what does Genesis have? What song? I don't know. I'm gonna go. I don't know the studio for me. Studio. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, I didn't realize that Genesis did something happened on the way to heaven. Yeah, I know the song. That's such a great song. They have a lot of good songs. I just don't know the names of all the songs. I know it's the one more night. One more night. Such a good one. Dude, I'm telling you, everything they played was nothing but bangers. I know all the Tarzan songs. I don't know no, the names that of them. Well, that's Phil Collins. He actually, yeah, he yeah. did those ones too. He sang them though. That's yeah. filthy Disney money. That is not filthy Disney money. That was my childhood. <laughs> and then after that, it's filthy Disney money. Okay? Okay. okay. It's okay, still we'll filthy. That. Yeah, it's still filthy. Yeah, I wish <laughs> I had it. Huh? Huh? Hey, look at me. Hey, Logan. You want to watch Tarzan too? Huh? 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 You ever heard of Phil Collins? <laughs> you got Venmo? Huh? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh my God. So in 1993... A mass grave. <laughs> you mean to tell me she's fucking goofy? You ever seen that meme? Yes. Oh, God, that's so bad. I don't think I've seen that one. It's 
it's a pick near mine. You ever it, see the one where uh, uh, Snow White pushes Minocchio down, sits on his face, and goes, lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, though. <laughs> no? Really? Nope. Me neither. Anyway, oh. I got to get back on Facebook, man. I'm missing out. <laughs> That's actually an old joke my mom yeah. used to tell me. Your grandmother. Oh, yeah, That's great. You're welcome. Yeah. So in 1993, <laughs> in, 93, in 1993, a mass grave containing the remains of, this is really fucked up. And really cool at the same time. So um, there was a mass grave containing the remains of 155 women. And it was uncovered at the site of a Magdalene laundry Hmm. in High Park, Drumcondra. Now, Magdalene laundries were institutions used to house fallen women, a.k.a. prostitutes. Okay, so they were houses for basically a place for them to go to. So like if they weren't doing their job or whatever. Or maybe even even if they were, I I, I really stayed. Okay. That's kind of where they were at. Well, first okay. thing you would do is if you didn't pay Valentine Brown, then he would take you there. And that's he where said, you said, bitch, you're going to Magdalene. Right. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> horrible. So anyway, that's what it was. So the sisters from the con- uh, the con- the convent, I'm sorry, yeah. arranged to have the remains cremated and reburied in a mass grave at Glasnevin Cemetery, splitting the cost of the reburial with the developer who had bought the land. Oh, okay. The cemetery also offers a view of the changing style of death monuments in Ireland over the last 200 years, from the austere, simple, high stone er- uh, erections <laughs> of the period up until the 1860s, to the elaborate Celtic crosses of the nationalistic revival from the 1860s to the 1960s to the plain Italian marble of the late 20th century. So, like, they literally have pretty much every style of headstone at this cemetery as well. And Yeah, I'm looking, looking it up now. It yeah. Just, so, going back to that, uh, the Magdalene laundry thing. So, yeah. they literally... So, this place... Um, Not the, figuratively. When, when, the, when the women died there... Okay. They would just bury them. Okay, so let's just say... So, like, without, like, a headstone or anything like that? It, they would pretty just, much unmarked. Okay. Unmarked. They okay. would just kind of put them in the back because, Got you know, it. again, kind of we've talked about this before when it comes to serial killers and stuff, how, like, they kind of just, you know, everyone kind of, like, looks at uh, prostitutes and those types of drug addicts or whatever, like, they're the bottom of the barrel and no one cares about them. Yeah, okay. So, back then, though, syphilis and things like that, they Very weren't common. taking antibiotics and stuff right. like that. Yeah, they yeah. were just dying, you know right. what I mean? And so, they would just take them and kind of put them in the back. Mm. And they found literally 155 of these women in these freaking graves. Nobody you know, puts baby in the corner. No, I hope not. At least not that way. Wait, what? <laughs> There's another reference. He yeah, I know that reference. Yeah. What's it from? Dirty Dancing. Oh, hey. Oh. Yes. Someone has a guilty pleasure. I love that movie. <laughs> Dirty Dancing and Grease. I fucking love those movies. I love Grease. I oh, love really? Yeah, Have you yeah. seen Grease too? It's too. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> Except it has one of the greatest songs in it ever. What song? Um, Cool Rider. Okay. Yeah. I love that song. The melody line to that song, and it's uh um um what's her name um what's her name Michelle. Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer, thank you. She sings it, and she's a young Michelle Pfeiffer in that one. Oh. Yeah, and she sings it. Cool, cool rider. It's such know. a great song. Grease anyway, like it's me. But it was a horrible, horrible movie. So, um, so I need obviously. New friends. <laughs> <laughs> tales of ghosts here at the cemetery and paranormal happenings shouldn't come as too much of a surprise. Mm. But it's the story of one Newfoundland dog that seems to get the most notice. Uh-oh. Wait, it's Newfoundland? Newfoundland. I thought it was Newfoundland. No. Oh. That's because you're 
I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Newfoundland dog here. When his master died, the faithful canine companion refused to leave the gravesite, eventually starving to death. Super fucking sad. Didn't they make a movie about that? It happens all the time. But the dog's apparition has been spotted at the tombstone. So you can go there and still see the dogs. All I got to say is how freak the fuck out would you be if you're going, you know, you're paying respects to, you know, people at the gravesite, your family, what have you. All of a sudden this dog just walks up to you and goes, oh, and just gone before you even realize. Is it like a DMX wolf or is it like a <laughs> dog wolf? That changes the, the mood. Walks up, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Either way, yeah, it'd be, it'd be weird yeah. for sure. Yeah. So this one is, uh, there's a short little one here. This is, uh, I'm going to say this wrong. L-O-U-G-H, but it's pronounced differently over there. I want to say it's either Low Crew or Lao Crew. It should be Low Crew, yeah. Okay. Neolithic Cemetery. The Lao Crew or Low Crew, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cairns are, 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 are passage tombs. 32 of them, in fact. And they were built over 5,000 years ago. Wow. And no one knows who made them. I know who made them. No, you don't. Oh, damn. Ancient aliens. The yeah. Irish name for the Cairns is... Uh, sli- oh, fuck. I had this written down, this too. Is Gaelic, right? Sliaba... That sounds like we're making shit up. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Also known as the Hills of the Witch. Legend has it that a witch built them by jumping from one hill to the next, dropping stones from her apron to form the Carnes. Must be a big-ass apron. Yeah. Was she a chef? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind. I was going to say there's going to be like some Hansel Gretel ah, going I on. I dropped me stones. <laughs> I need more. She's not British. Maybe she was. Maybe she know. was. She was a witch. Yeah. You never know. Witch, witch. She's a witch. So anyway, I just thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> that is kind of cool. Uh, this next one here is Castle Leslie Dude. in County Monaghan. Or Monaghan. I've heard so many things about County Leslie. Have, Castle Leslie. Have you? Yes. Seriously? Yeah. So built in 1870, Castle Leslie's Red Room is supposedly inhabited by Norman Leslie, who died abroad in 1914 and returned to the castle as a ghost, which is really weird for me to even, like, you guys know me, I'm skeptical when it comes to this yeah, shit, yeah. but how's a ghost going to die somewhere and then all of a sudden spirit's like, man, I'm going to go home and fuck with people. Dude, but this place is baller. Have you seen the Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It? It's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They offer tours and shit like that to this day. Yeah. yeah. So the Red Room has been at the center of family life at Castle Leslie Estate for centuries a doorway in and out of this life so to speak anita leslie king gave birth to her daughter leone in this room norma leslie or norman leslie was seen by lady marjorie leslie beside the chest of drawers in 1914 so right after he died Okay. So in a chest of drawers for us is a dresser. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, a chest of drawers. Yeah, it. it's a so dresser. Like no, a- we're just idiots and downplay everything and make everything sound, you know, let's make it simpler. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, well, why you. wouldn't we? It's a chest of drawers. Why make it complicated? Because it's a chest of drawers. It's Wait, a dresser. Why would I want a treasure chest full of underwear? Yeah. Why do I talk to you guys? <laughs> So this was right after, uh, a few weeks after he'd been killed in the battlefields of France. He appeared as if in a cloud of light, reading through some of his letters as if he was searching for one in particular, which is fucking creepy. Yeah, he's looking for the fucking bills. Yeah, it's one thing if you walk in and he's like, oh, it's another one's like, did you pay this? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, who charged extra on pay the view? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I just thought that was kind of weird. Really, really weird. Lady Marjorie sat up in bed with a start and said, quote, why, Norman, what are you doing here? 
He simply turned to her and smiled and then faded away. I know what you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you snap your own neck. Remember yeah. we keep talking about that? Yeah. So like in that instance where you see that guy smile and he disappears into nothing, that's yeah. where you just, you grab like the top of your head and the bottom of your chin and you twist as hard as you can and hope for the best. That sounds like the worst way to ever attempt to kill yourself. Really? Yeah. That sounds like the worst doesn't it sound know. like horrible? I don't know. In the movies, it seems so easy and quick. Yeah. It's not ever. It's yeah. not. That's not an easy thing to do. Steven Seagal could do it in like a point. What? Dude, he a can, second? He can not just even? flick you and all of a sudden you're... Dude, Chuck Norris can do even worse, man. He yeah. just blinks and all of a sudden He did it just... one-handed. He's just like... Hur, hur, yeah. hur, and well, snipping. Chuck Norris just thought about it and you did it yourself. Yeah, true that. Yeah. He was the ghost of the room. always hold me back. And hold me <laughs> <laughs> I'm going places. <laughs> so Lady Marjorie held court and received visitors in the Red Room until her death in 1951. At the very moment of her departure, she appeared in Desmond Leslie's London flat where, her, where his son, Sean, then just a baby, was dying of a poisoned mastoid. Oh, wow. She came up the corridor in a gust of wind. What is a mastoid? Touch, it's a, a mastoid. It, what is that? It's a bone. Right? Is it a bone? I don't know. Bone. Hold on. Bone, he's like, bone. how you spell that, man? Wait, isn't that the furry uh, elephants? <laughs> mastoidus. Mastoidus. What's a mastoid? Oh, it's like behind your ear. Yeah, oh. that's what I said. It's a bone, right? Swollen so, area behind your ear. Yeah. So anyway, it was poisoned. So uh, anyway, she came up the corridor in a gust of wind, touched Sean, who suddenly said, "Pain gone," and he was perfectly cured. What the hell? About the same time, Desmond's mother-in-law, Emmy Bernauer, had a vision of Marjorie pointing across the lake to a fantastic palace glowing in the sky. Marjorie said to her, look where I'm going to live now. Castle Leslie gained media attention in 2002 when Sir Paul McCartney married Heather Mills in the family church located on the estate. Nice. Yeah, and it's beautiful. If you guys get a chance, look that up. The place is awesome looking. All I got to say is if I ever get sick, I want to be shipped there. You want to go there? Yeah. To see if they can cure your mastoid? Hell yeah. Nice. I thought it was a hairy elephant. <laughs> you can cure it with antibiotics. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> you mean modern medicine? It makes sense. I don't hear about mastoid. Well, that's why they said you don't hear about it anymore. Yeah, it makes sense. Did you see that polio is coming back? The what? Polio. That's the new variant. <laughs> I thought they, I thought they, was it, no. it was eradicated? No, it's like South America has got like a, a like Didn't a rampaging. Didn't we all have polio, polio vaccines? Yes. When we were kids. Yes. In the U.S. and other countries, but maybe not in South America. Are they anti-vaxxers? I don't know. Did it's they get America. the booster? It's South Wait, America. I thought it was, who was it? Was it Gates that was like a real big, like, helped eradicate that, I thought? Yeah. Was it polio? I'm thinking because of something Because it else. was, they found it on Sex Island and he wanted that place cleaned oh, up so he boy. could go back there oh, again, oh, and again, again and again and again and again. Remember me, listeners, if I should disappear. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> knock, knock. Who is it? The Clintons! Uh-oh. <laughs> Which, by the way, on a side note on that whole thing, um, and everyone knows about the Epstein thing, and we, we still need to do a bonus on oh, that. Can we please? We need to. Um, but did you guys know there was actually a, a Sex Island before that one? Yeah, or what do they call it? Is it Sex Island they call it? That's what they're calling it. Yeah. Okay. Calling it now. There's a, there was actually one in Michigan, mm -hmm. and it's fucked up, and there's a really weird possible connection between um, the Candyman that we've talked about before, uh, that serial killer. Oh, the, the movie? loosely based. Oh, okay. Yeah. And John Wayne Gacy. Oh. Dude, it's fucked up. I, I was listening to this huge podcast. It's called The Candyman and the Clown, I believe it's called. If you guys want to do yourself a favor, you will be, you'll binge. It's only eight episodes long, but like she went in depth and actually got a hold of investigators and uh, detectives and all these people, a guy that was actually talking to Gacy and recording his uh, phone conversations while he was in prison. 
Hmm. It goes through this whole thing. And it's like, apparently there was this huge, uh, um, like trafficking thing going on forever stemming from California to Texas, all the way up to freaking Michigan. That's great. And they're thinking that Gacy had people with him that were a part of it. And that's why there were so many bodies underneath when they found him 30, I think it was 33 altogether. Do you think him and Epstein had a conversation? Absolutely. I think Epstein was weird. Well, maybe he stemmed from that. I don't know. It, dude, he, it's just really weird. You maybe. know what? Though? I don't think, I don't think Epstein like did anything with underage girls. I think he just set it all up and then framed the people and took the money. I mean, like he was, that's still, it was happened. obviously his thing. His hands touched. I don't know. And then maybe, let's, maybe that's I know, who knows. It's you bonus know. material. It's bonus material. These yeah. We're talking about awesome. Ireland right. right now. These all people right. don't want to hear about crazy ass. America. Yeah. You got Bill Clinton like at your front door <laughs> as a diversion. Oh, I told you. Hey, uh, John, uh, I'd like to talk to you real quick. Is if I this could. the Midnight Train podcast? <laughs> I'd like to talk to you if you don't mind. Happy birthday, Mr. Have, birthday. You, met, <laughs> have you met my wife, Hillary? <laughs> You're. <laughs> you wouldn't happen to have a read for a saxophone, Because mom broke. So listen, this one's really cool and super fucked up as well. This is the Hellfire Club over in Dublin. Oh, sounds like a metal band to me. Yeah. So Montpelier Hill or the High Hellfire Club. Montpelier. Whatever you say. That's in Vermont. No? You good? It's okay. Is that the capital? Yeah. It's Mont- Montpelier. Have you ever seen uh, what the hell is that fucking cartoon? The, the Animaniacs? Yeah. The states and capital song? Yeah. Wacko? Yeah. <laughs> no? He just goes, yeah. <laughs> like a, right. like like a fucking scene. <laughs> yeah. So this, or it's also called the Hellfire Club, is an old hunting lodge set in the Dublin mountains with an extraordinary past indeed. Founded in the 18th century by Richard Parsons, a Freemason, oh. and the first Earl of Ross, the Hellfire Club invited its members to deviate from the social norms of the day and take a walk on the wild side of life. If the Hellfire Club had a motto, it was probably uh, probably anything goes. From debauched behavior to satanic rituals, it seems that nothing was off limits for members of the Hellfire Club. Yeah, the place, place looks pretty rough. Yeah. A lot of graffiti. Well, now it does, like, yeah. It's yeah. been partied in pretty hard. It is said that the ultimate aim for the members of the Hellfire Club was to summon Satan to their meetings. To this effect, members of the club, led by their president, the King of Hell dabbled in black magic and conducted black masses. <laughs> what? <laughs> Isn't that a song? I just picture all these people in this hut because I'm looking at the picture. Yeah. And like they're, the king comes out and he's got like a black trench coat and <laughs> big glasses. He's like, all right, guys. Are you guys ready to summon the demon? <laughs> you guys want to see the devil? Turn on like three candles because here comes the demon lore. And he just opens up his jacket like, ah, there's the devil. But then he has to do his inhaler. He's like, he's like, hold on. <laughs> okay, let's summon him now. Which would make sense to me. So if legend is believed... <laughs> Logan's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what fucking song that's from. I'm sorry. Black Matt, that's uh, War Pigs. Is that War Pigs? Yeah. Black Sabbath? Okay. Yeah. Black, hey, he got one. Who, who is in Black Sabbath? Can you name two members? I don't even know your fucking full name. Two. <laughs> Can you name two? Uh, yeah, the guy who does really good with the fucking guitar. Yeah. That doesn't help. His first name is Tony. What's his last name? Hagar. It rhymes with his first name. <laughs> Tony Baloney. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Iomi. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Geezer Butler. I didn't say that. That's the drummer. Oh. Was he a Who geezer? sang for Black Sabbath? Uh, last name is definitely Sabbath. No. Oh. 
God, we need to brush his music. Oh, let's just say, Thank God the name let's of the just band say he right. got very popular going, Karen. Oh, Karen. Oh, is that Ozzy? Ozzy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, 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 yeah. You see, he was in a new uh, a new song with uh, MGK. I can only imagine how. Wait, Ozzy was? Yeah, there's sound samples from like 10 years oh, ago. Oh, Jesus. Ozzy can't even move right now. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's bad. You see off, pictures dude. of him? He's just like, uh, hey. Yeah. It's a good one for. Uh, oh, the Deadpool. No, it's good for. Yeah, for the upcoming project that we the, might, the project. Might, be, might be working on. Why are you both winking at me? <laughs> <laughs> I feel so comfortable. No, that's my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so they said that this whole thing was going on here. Okay. So, if the legend is to be believed, the Hellfire Club also sacrificed animals and even dabbled in cannibalism, offering and then consuming a servant girl in their quest to summon the Dark Lord. One, we're going to eat the fingers and then we'll summon the Dark Lord. One pretty creepy tale refers to a young man, a visitor to a, lo a local farmhouse. All right. So he's visiting this place. Okay. Hearing stories about the Hellfire Club, he goes to investigate the club's activities. He wants to check it out. The following day, he's found dead. His host, the person he was staying with, and the local priest, believing him to have been murdered, go to the club to investigate. The priest enters only to see a banquet laid out and a black cat prowling the room. But this is no ordinary cat. It's friggin' huge, like big. It's Michael Jackson when he turns into the Panther. <laughs> anyway, and the priest notices that its ears are shaped like horns. Damn it, really? Yeah. So it's not Sam Socks. No. Having a small bottle of holy water in his pocket, as one does, the priest decides to attempt an exorcism. The result uh, tears the beast apart. So the beast is just... Outside, the young man's host, you know, who he was staying with, is found lying on the ground, his face and neck deeply scratched by strong claws. Son of a bitch. Yeah. He was that close. That fucking cat. Ugh. Maybe he should have had a super soaker of holy water. Yeah. Would that be a good idea? Yeah. You know, I actually thought about this. So, uh oh. If uh, priests, you know, could just bless like a cloud of rain. Then you know that would take care of a lot of like vampire issues and stuff like that. They can't. You have to touch it. Yeah, they have to touch. It. I was just gonna yeah. say that. They, I mean, you could touch a cloud, you know. But then again, you know. Wait, you could touch a cloud? Yeah, you touch a cloud if you parachute through it. <laughs> touching it is my am I wrong? He's right. I mean, yeah. we could. Maybe just fly up there. Priest McGavin, what are we doing today? Well, I've got to get up there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Father, you're up. Have you ever wondered why? Oh, hell, Mary's like, ah! <laughs> Have you ever wondered why there's so many vampires and stuff in Europe? But not in Africa. But are there really? But not in Africa, though. Because the that you know of. Oh, there, there are. There, listen, we're gonna do a creepy Africa one day. Oh, we are. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and I guarantee there's. But that's impossible because they bless the rains down in Africa. <gasps> he just erased your bar. Your bar got destroyed. <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> That was good. Damn, Thank that's going to be a, that's gonna be a really tough one. To that was, I'm yeah. proud of you. That was a good setup. That the was. setup on that one yeah. was really you good. You guys all going for it? You mm -hmm. son of a bitch. He's a smart child. He's yeah, not your I kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't go to college, though. Wait a minute. Oh, oh. <laughs> You what? I didn't go to college, though. What does that mean? I'm not smart. Oh. Oh. Because we know someone that went to college? Yes. Who? Oh, some Chainsaw? Some <laughs> he went to a few colleges. <laughs> so next one here is uh, Liamane Castle in County Clare. Oh. There are a lot of haunted castles in Ireland. A lot, like we said. However, Liamane Castle in County, uh, County Clare might be the castle with uh, the most popular dark history of all. Ooh. Red Mary, <gasps> known for her flaming red locks and fiery temper, ruled Liamane Castle with her husband 
and an iron fist. She often hung ser uh, servant girls from the windows by their hair until they died. Holy shit. That's wow. fucked. Married at least 25 times. It's said that one of Mary's... How many? 25. Yeah, that's a lot of times. She got married 25 times. I'm just still trying to comprehend that. That's insane. Yeah, it's a lot. That's like a new hu a husband a year, right? Yeah. Because they didn't live that long back then. Come on, I mean, that makes I'm sense. sure she was older than 25. Maybe. Wait, she got married when she was born? Who knows? Oh, maybe. <laughs> it was arranged. arranged marriage. Yeah. This is the man you're going to be stuck with? Yeah. Ah, I can't deal with it. So it's said that one of Mary's many and possibly last husbands met an untimely end when she kicked him in the stomach until he died. Not surprisingly, Mary made a shitload of enemies, some of whom eventually captured the ginger widow, throwing her into a hollowed out tree where she ultimately starved to death. Today, Red Mary is said to haunt the ruins of Liamane Castle with her tormented screams and sightings of a fiery red-headed apparition stalking the area. Yeah, see, I'm pretty glad that we get stuck with Bloody Mary, not Red Mary. Yeah. yeah either way, it doesn't sound good. You no. don't want that. Yeah, I don't want either mm. one of those, to be honest with you. Nope. So now let's talk about the Hill of Terra. Oh, I love Terra. Yes, the Hill of Terra is a hill and an ancient ceremonial burial site near Skern in Count Meath in Ireland. The Hill of Terror is one of the most important ancient sites in Europe and an important symbolic and mystical landscape in Ireland itself. And this is actually super freaking cool, yeah. by the way. This is where all the fairies and all the, the mythical creatures, leprechauns per se, happen to be hanging around a lot. At if the you, Hill of Terror? If you happen to read Artemis Fowl, you would know this. <clears throat> not all of us here are six. All right. And it's not a six-year-old's <laughs> book, right? That's like a late teens book. It's believed the site like was first used for burials around 3200 BC. The oldest passage tomb dates back to this point. Wow. An additional 33 Bronze Age burial sites have been discovered, and all were used for high-status individuals. Makes sense. The Iron Age is when Terra became truly important. Mm. By early Christianity, it was the site of over 100 coronations of high kings of Ireland. Yeah. All roads in Ireland led back to Terra in this period of its prominence. The Lea Fail, or Fail, Fail? How do you pronounce it? F-A with the little over top of it, I-L. I don't know. I would say like Leah Fail. Leah Fail. All right. Or the Stone of Destiny. I'd say Pyle, but that's me. <laughs> or the Stone of Destiny reportedly would let out a roar when it was touched by the rightful king. Oh, nice. They say it still emits a vibration to this day. And I, I read all over the place and people who've actually gone here to visit it, they said when you touch it, you can feel it like, mm, like kind of vibrating, like it's got some sort of energy by itself. Yeah. Or it's just like a weird rock on the bottom. You know what I mean? It's I mean, it's possible. And just... Barely, possible. Barely balanced. It's just yeah. annoyed that people keep fucking touching the rock. Yeah. Get off there's me! A, there's a guy underneath it in the floor, and he's just like, <laughs> I'm trying to fucking sleep. St. <laughs> Patrick is said to have visited the site, and oh, evidence suggests guy. that by the 11th century, a church had been built on the site. Hmm. Early 20th century Israelites came to Terra to unearth the Ark of the Covenant. I didn't know that. Which they were convinced was buried on this famous site. No Ooh. shit. Digging in the mound of the synods, their uh, unsuccessful efforts, shocker, <laughs> found only some, some Roman coins. That's all they found when they were digging. An, or an official archaeological dig in the 1950s revealed circles of post holes that indicated the construction of substantial buildings there. A new theory arisen, or has arisen, that Terra was, and you guys ready for it, uh -oh. the ancient capital of the lost kingdom of Atlantis. Fuck yeah. And that Atlantis was actually Ireland. But it sank. Yeah. How did Ireland sink? That's, that's well, it could have <gasps> been underwater. Because when the fucking, this is the, oh, I finally figured it out. Okay, enlighten us. 
So, you know how there's an old, like, mythical legend about when St. Patrick got rid of all the snakes in Ireland? Okay. Maybe that's... I don't a, know that, but I'm listening. Maybe that's a <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm in, yeah, I'm intrigued. Maybe that's a philosophical, you know, ideology that when Atlantis sank, arose Ireland instead. I mean, it's not the weirdest theory I've ever heard. <laughs> right? Not on this show, it's not. Dude, but you know what's even better? Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's good. It's good. It is. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of cool that they're just recently saying that now Ireland may have been the lost city of Atlantis. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, do I don't it's know. We'll do some more research on that, and we'll check it out. They ain't got no cars and shit over there. What? Like back then, when you know Atlantis was a thing, they had like flying cars and stuff like that. Do you not see the, the movie The Lost City of Atlantis? It was a Disney movie. He knows all the Disney shit. But can barely, he doesn't know anyone from Black Sabbath. That's it. Yeah. That's all he knows is Disney. <laughs> so more. Moving on. <laughs> we got Charleville Castle in County Offaly. A gothic style castle, meaning it wears all black, loves Morrissey, and most likely has daddy issues. But it, <laughs> it is located in County Offaly, Ireland, bordering the town of Tullamore. Tullamore, like Tullamore Dew. Oh my oh, God. Oh, greatest whiskey Love ever. It. Is that where they make the whiskey? I, I don't have that information in front of me. You should check that out real quick. Yeah. yeah. You ever tried Tully? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tully's good. That's like my go to. It makes Jameson we, just we, like look shit. Jameson's delicious, but Tully's way better. You've been drinking all night. You know, and everybody's like, it's shot time. And you're like, you're thinking in your head, like, oh, my God, can I do another shot? Like, oh, oh. dude, do telly. It's mm -hmm. like drinking water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so Tell more do sponsor us. Jeff Please. loves you. Yes. <laughs> so this is near the river. Uh, Clodog. Clo ah, Clodog. Clo 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 Clodag. Thank you. It is considered one of the finest of its type in the country. The castle itself has been claimed to be the most haunted building and grounds in Europe. Appearing on uh, Living TV's Most Haunted and Fox's Scariest Place on Earth. D is that where it's made? Yeah. Is it? Tullamore Dew is made in Tullamore County, off of the Ireland, at the Tullamore Distillery, which yeah. was established in 1829. How awesome is that? Hell yeah. So the most famous of these ghosts is a little girl called Harriet, who died after a fall on a staircase in 1961. She's been heard singing in the middle of the night, screaming, and laughing. The strange mix of sounds has been reported by numerous visitors to the castle. It has also been visited by multiple paranormal investigators and psychics. The castle was photographed by Sir Simon Marsden. It also appeared on Ghost Hunters International, and it was also used as a filming location for Becoming Jane, North, North, Northanger Abbey, mm -hmm. Northanger Abbey, whatever, yeah. and The Green Knight from <gasps> 2020. Oh. Yeah, you have no idea, do you? I have no idea. Yeah, what I didn't think is. so. No. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's where Tully comes from, and they've got the little castle there. There's so many castles. So many castles. All right, the next one up here we have is Wicklow Jail. Yep. County Wicklow, which I had to actually look this up because I saw G-A-O-L everywhere. Yeah. Okay, and it looks like Gale. Okay. Or Gaul. Yeah. That's jail. Gaul. Yeah, it's jail. It's jail, yes. Makes sense. I believe the A is silent. So it's Gaul? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's jail. Filthy hobbitses. Dirty, filthy hobbitses. How would, how would Louis say it? Louis? Yeah, how would Louis say that? I don't know. It's fucking Oh, there he is. Yeah. Go, Thanks, Louis. Yeah, no problem. I, I actually understood that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's getting good. better. Yeah. So this place here, Wicklow Jail, is a former prison, now a museum. There has been a prison on the site since the late 18th century. Prisoners were held at Wicklow Jail during uh, the 1798 Rebellion, the Great Famine, and many were held there before penal transportation. 
I just put that last bit in there because of the word penal. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. When a paranormal group visited the broad or, and broadcast their investigation on TV, Wicklow Jail became known as one of the most haunted places in Ireland. Ooh. Some of the strange, unexplained events and encounters reported include... You guys ready? Nope, not even. Okay. Scared. Kind of? <laughs> you need a hug? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, okay. Well, first we one. Turn the lights on. Oh, we're going to be dumped. Yeah. Get, huh. Yeah, so I want that light to flicker like it did earlier. Okay, here That's we go. Scary. Here we go. The first one is a man walked in front of the bars to the holding cell day room on the ground floor. Oh my lord! Yeah, a woman in a full length black velvet cloak with the hood up has been seen walking towards the two rooms on the ground level. I can't even with you, radio. <laughs> um, a smell of roses or, at other times, bad smells sometimes emanate from cell five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a green mist floating around the main floor has been seen. <laughs> a man was seen walking from cell 19 to the end of the, uh, the walkway. Some people have co- commented that he held his hands behind his back like oh, a prisoner good would. Good man. Good man. Yeah. A man has been uh, seen standing in the far corner of the ship's upper deck. Oh, some women have reported feeling extremely uneasy on the upper deck, experiencing a sense of fear or apprehension. <sighs> on the lower deck, people often report seeing shadows out of the corner of their eye. You saw that, right? Huh? You saw that? <laughs> and some visitors have reported seeing or hearing children crying on the top floor. <laughs> 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 How how anyone could ever take our show seriously is absolutely baffling, which is probably why they don't. All right. Now, Leap Castle. You've heard of Leap Castle before. It's Quantum. That's not Quantum Leap Castle, which is a great show, by the way. I was saying that was a really smart joke. Okay, never mind. I loved that show. Did you really? I couldn't get into it. Really? Man, I loved it. I thought thought it was. But how old were you when that was out, though? Um, Probably nine or ten. Yeah, I don't think you'd get it. Yeah, you were like six years old, right, Dad? I was like 90 at that time. <laughs> okay, no, but so. I was in early teens, I would think. You know what I mean? Because I was like, what, mid-80s? Right? Yeah. Mid-80s? Yeah. It was so. late 80s. Late, late 80s. Okay, so then definitely. Yeah, yeah and then I think briefly about. into the early 90s. Yeah, so I was early teens and during that. I thought it was a great show. And if you guys haven't seen it, it's called uh, Quantum Leap. And it's basically about a guy that time travels. But when he comes to wherever he goes, he's a person in that era in that time mm-hmm. and has to like fix something like something's oh. out of See, it's we, a great show the 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 entire idea of the, the show is i think brilliant but. okay that's one of the neil patrick harris right yes what? he's a doctor at the age of eight <laughs> you're right right yeah, yeah, yeah. that's doogie hauser oh that's not what we're talking about no oh my bad. yeah ding, ding, no. Ding, ding, ding. so leap castle probably the most popular one thus far fierce family squabbles have plagued this castle built in the 15th century and this is fucked up First, brother turned against brother. One was killed as he held mass in the chapel. Right. Oh, boy. Then centuries later, a gruesome discovery was uncovered, a dungeon filled with human bones. The remains of those imprisoned and executed in the castle. Today, several apparitions have been reported. Among them is it. Oh, that's the clown. It. No, it's a small gray human figure with a skeletal face. Oh, yeah. It's like an alien. Mm, yeah <laughs> kind of yeah of the many haunted castles in ireland leap castle with a history steeped in betrayal and murder is possibly the most notorious 
However, the castle is also one of the most well-known symbols of haunted Ireland. Hmm. Having achieved, achieved fame for, uh, you know, the world over due to the uh, appearances in uh, TV shows uh, such as Ghost Hunters, uh-huh. or go, excuse me, Ghost Adventures, uh, no. and Most Haunted. I've seen that. From the Red Lady, who roams the castle clutching a blade. Yeah, this one has a blade. Mm-hmm. To the discovery of hundreds of, again, skeletal remains, this is a building with a past that is really high up on the uh, nah-I'm-good list. One of the most unsettling tales is the story of brothers Thaddeus and Teg O'Connell. Hmm. Or Teague. Or is it just Tay? It might be Tay. I think I think the I-G-H-E is silent. I believe the T is silent. So it's just Egg? <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Eeg. Everything's silent. Just Eeg. It's... Yeah, O'Connell. So anyway, the O'Connells, right. <laughs> Following their father's death, the two brothers found themselves locked in a battle to determine the leadership of their clan. Thaddeus, the older brother, and a priest was saying mass when Teague, or T, whatever, entered the chapel and fatally stabbed him, oh, wow. thus inheriting the title of chief. That's one way to take the king's crown. Yep. From that day on, the chapel where Thaddeus was brutally slain has been known as the Bloody Chapel, with Thaddeus haunting the creepy-ass building. Surprisingly, musician Sean Ryan, who bought Ireland's most haunted castle in the 90s, still lives there today. Nice. I know who he is. We may Who not, is he? Do What's we? he from? I have no idea. I was going to say, because I have no idea who that is, and I even looked him up to see who the fuck this guy was, and nothing he's done do I even know. You What's don't know in? who Sean Ryan is? I do not. Who's Sean Ryan? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you he was the guitar player from the Cranberries. <laughs> no, he's not. Google it. Is it really? Yes. Wait, really? Logan, get on that. That would make sense, though, because the cranberries are from Ireland, aren't That'd they? That'd be amazing. <laughs> I think he's bullshitting. <laughs> oh, I, I don't think he is. <laughs> Look it up real quick. I want right. to see if he's bullshitting. Uh, Look at his face right now. He's a, a, a guitarist, right? <laughs> guitarist from Cranberries. All right, guitarist. Do you have to let it linger? Put that in. The guys who made Zombie. Uh, guitarist from... Just put Sean Ryan Ireland. <laughs> I want to see if he's right. All right. I don't think he's right. Where's our doo-doo-doo? <laughs> singer Neil Quinn, guitarist Noel Hogan, bassist Mike Hogan, and drummer Fergal Lawler. <laughs> yeah. Fergal. And so they, right, they right. fired the guitarist and Stop. hired Sean Ryan. Sean Ryan. <laughs> this is what he does. We fell for it. Son hold of on, a hold bitch. On, hold on, hold on. Cranberries. I wonder how many listeners are Googling it. Yeah, you? exactly. Gotcha, bitches. <laughs> okay, so Sean Ryan is a software engineer in PA. That's not the right one, I don't think. But his software is called the Cranberry. <laughs> is it really? No. Oh, my you God. That would have been fucking awesome. That would have been amazing. Yeah, that would have so been. He actually bought the place and lives there with his family today, and that's pretty badass. I don't know who he is or you know what he's what done or whatever. So here's a little story that I'd like to tell. About a woman in a castle that we don't know so well. Quote, on the November 25th, 1915. <laughs> I was going to say, I couldn't hold on to that anymore. I want to know how long you like the thought process when you put that in. To be it honest, was good. It was that good, but I wasn't to... in there. I just did that just now. Oh, really? I off, swear the cuff? To God, off the cuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because I heard the, here's the little story. And instantly I heard, boom, in my head. Ladies and gentlemen, we have unleashed, leashed, leashed Jonathan's brain, brain, I absolutely love Will Smith and especially his Fresh Prince or Prince oh, era. I loved it. Okay, so I'm, you know. Oh, boy. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sean Ryan is a famous Irish master fiddler and whistler. That's all I got to say. It's close to guitar. Master He's a musician. Fiddler. Master fiddler. That's you, pretty awesome. You, you can be a fiddler or a master fiddler. Or you can be the double down. What if Georgia? you're on the roof? Stupid. <laughs> 
Hold on. Go yeah. back. What were you saying? Because I said Fresh Prince thing or whatever. Yeah. What were you going to say? We've talked about this on the show. Uh, I'm sure we have. Okay. I am not a Will Smith fan. See, I what? fucking love him. I think he's way too over the top. No, like, I think he's... I, as a he's, musician, he's, he was awesome with, with Jazzy Jeff. Like, yeah. that was cool. But then when he went in the whole TV and movie thing, mm-hmm. yeah, see, Fresh too Prince, over the top. Fresh Prince, there were some scenes where I was like, yeah, he's over the top. But then did you ever see the scene where his fucking dad walked out on him and he was like bawling his eyes yeah. out? Yeah. That was him. He's actually, a great actor. Dude, you know the behind the scenes on that, on that actual scene? Uh, what's his name? Uncle Phil was like, I, I want I want to see like your actual acting expertise because obviously even he was like, mm, sometimes you're over the top, you know? So that scene alone, he ad-libbed half of it and literally was like trying to make himself fu- fucking super emotional for it. To the point to where after that scene was taken, Phil, Uncle Phil, was like was tearing up and shit because he was like, "Holy!" Did you know that Uncle Phil was the voice of Shredder from the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I was about to say that too, (laughs) and I'm waiting for him to finish the whole time so I could drop that. That's amazing that we both thought of that. That's Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil was the voice of Shredder from Teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he did a bunch of voices. He was uh, which, if you guys want to do something even crazier, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah, the Midnight Train. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of goes. That's it how goes, I say it, goes, it whenever yeah. I do like the password. And stuff. Yeah. I mean, not the password, the user. <laughs> <laughs> Got to change those now. <laughs> it was all planned. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. quotes on the November 25th, 1915, two of our servants, knowing the master would be late and that I was driving that afternoon, had invited friends, two soldiers from the barracks of at Burr, distant the other side six miles. They came rather late and my husband come home or came home early. So the visitors had to be kept out of his sight in the lower uh, regions of one of the wings, the priest's house, and were unable to show uh, to be shown the center tower, the very lofty hall. At seven fifteen, my husband and I went to uh, up up to you know get dressed for dinner. Sorry, my room in the extremity of the house from the kitchens is dressing. Uh, damn, it's the way this is is wait his dressing room next door to me. It's just written really weird. Sorry. Whilst dressing, what? <laughs> whilst dressing, I was startled by a loud yell of terror. Um, of wait, hold on. Whilst dressing, I was startled by a loud yell of terror, stricken male and female voices coming apparently from the hall, and ran out to see the cause. My husband was out ahead of me at his heels. I passed through the corridor of the wing and onto the gallery. On the gallery, leaning with hands resting on its rail, I saw the thing. The elemental and smelt it only too well. At the same moment, my husband pulled up sharply about 10 feet from the thing and half turning left fly a volley of abuse at me, ending up, quote, dressing up a thing like that to try and make a fool of me. And now you'll say I have uh, seen something and have not seen anything and there is nothing to see or ever was. This last speech without a pause begun waving one hand at the thing and ended up stalking back to his dressing room, still abusing me for trying to give him a fright. As he was speaking, the elemental grew fainter and fainter in its outlines until it disappeared. He never made an inquiry as to yell that caught, uh, called us all both out, whatever. And from that day to this has not mentioned the incident to me. So basically, she says she went up to get dressed with her husband yeah. and was walking down. All of a sudden, this thing popped up and it smelt weird and whatever else. And he thought she was fucking with him. No, see, what originally happened was he got scared shitless. He was like, ah! Oh, you fucking, that ain't even fucking there, man. You're going to fucking say that thing with the fucking pop. Which is probably what happened. But but this is what you guys got out of that. What'd you get? For real? What'd you get? 
Dude, a new t-shirt, a silhouette of Dr. Phil, and it says volley of abuse, and underneath is no laughing matter. <laughs> That's amazing. Are you, I know, like, how did you not see that? Write that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll gone. be on our yeah, store yeah, here yeah. within Every a week. Every listener okay. right now is like, I'll buy that shirt. Yeah, hold, yeah, on, hold, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. We say it, we say it, we say it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She goes on to say, I heard from our servants that when we went to dress for dinner, they had brought their friends just to show them the hall. When all four had suddenly seen and smelt the elemental looking down at them from the gallery. They all got such a turn, they couldn't help letting out a ball, then fled to servants' quarters where all four felt very sick. So they saw it as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of kind of crazy. Next one is, is Athcarn Castle. Six miles from the 16th century castle, the tortured cries of soldiers once rose up at the Battle of Boyne. 1,500 men and King James died in a bloody sectarian conflict. Not King James. Athcarn was built... Or William Bath in 1590. It's bath. It's bath. Oh, is it? It's bath. I believe the B is silent. Or it's bath A. Ath. Bath A. It's William Ath. <laughs> ath, William Ath. Look at the ath on that William. <laughs> William got an ath on him. It's very Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Thanks. I like it. Yeah. The Bath family produced many well-known legal and political personalities around the 16th and 17th centuries. It originally consisted of an Elizabethan tower house a three-story mansion and a corner turret, but was renovated around 1830 with a sizable three-story turret. It lies just six miles from the Battle of Boyne site, and it is said that James II stayed here on the night before the event in 1690. Hmm. The last occupant was James Gurnan, who lived there until the 1950s, when the building was partly demolished. It has stayed in a state of dangerous ruin since. Legends about the castle include cries of dying soldiers heard at night and the specter of a hanged soldier on the great oak tree adjacent. A recent disturbing tale told by a local worker claims to have seen the face of, quote, a demented girl with blood-covered hands. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I, I'm a See, I don't. I don't mind the thing hanging out at the edge of my stairs, but as soon as there's a little girl going, come play with us. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, everything changes at that point. Yeah. Yeah, because me being a non-believer and stuff, that right there, that's going to bring some a quick bit of reality to shit. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> either that little kid's going to get the <laughs> fucking shot, you know what I mean? Or something's going to happen real quick. So so uh, this one here is Kil, uh, Kilmenham. Huh, Kilmenham. 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 I feel like that's how they say Kalimanham. it. It's Kilimanham. It's, it's Kilimanham. I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't flow very well. Whatever. Jail in Dublin. <laughs> uh, this one opened up in 1796 as Dublin's new county jail. Oh. It was modern for its time, but conditions were appalling. It was garbage. Prisoners included women and children crammed into tiny cells, sometimes five at a time. Men could have an, uh, an iron bed, but women and children had to sleep on straw pallets. What? A candle had to last two weeks. And there were no windows or heat. However, during the Irish potato famine of 1845 to 1852, people would commit crimes to just be jailed. At least there was a roof over their heads. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, because they were starving. Sounds a lot like America. <laughs> In 1960, the Kilimanjaro Jail Restoration Committee was formed and workers immediately encountered paranormal phenomena. I just wanted you to say that one more time. It's Kilmainham. Kilmainham? Kilmainham. Kilmainham. That's how you pronounce it. I like how you do it, though. Kilmanum. Kilmanum. <laughs> I think the K is silent. <laughs> Aluminum. <laughs> Aluminum? Yeah. Aluminum. Or as my father says, lumium furl. 
That's what he calls it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he does that. And it's envelopes. envelopes. Not, not, not an envelope. What well, makes sense? Because you're enveloping a piece That's of That's what he calls them. Envelopes. That makes sense. But lumium yeah. furl? What the fuck? <laughs> it's just easier. Yeah. Isn't that where we get toothbrush from? Oh, don't even start. Damn, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't you even start. <laughs> so Governor Dan McGill lived at Kilmainham. 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 Kilmainham yeah. in the old warden's quarters overseeing the restorations. One night he looked out the window and saw the old chapel lights on, which was weird because he had just turned them off. When the governor investigated, the chapel was empty. So he turned the lights off again and went back to his room. When he looked out the window, the lights were back on. He went back and forth with the lights and finally said, fuck you, ghost, and gave up. Really? No, he didn't actually oh, say damn. that. Or he had to shorten his wiring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, I'm no electrician, but yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. Did they have fuses back then? No, they had, uh, what were they? Knobs? You know what I'm talking about. In the old, old houses. Yeah. They weren't those fuses. Are, they were... Uh, those are fuses. Bulbs? Were they bulbs? No, no those were fuses. Those were knobs. They were glass fuses. What that? Glass fuses. Glass fuses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. called knobs? No, it's a glass fuse. What am fuse. I talking about? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't fucking know. We, 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 uh, everyone, do we say fuck too much? I would like to know that. I would I like to know, know what people You think. specifically wrote in here, fuck you, ghost. We yeah. this <laughs> well, I have to, I got to stay on topic here. You know? <laughs> so the most famous ghostly visitation took place around the same time. A volunteer was painting the dungeon area. Suddenly, who volunteers to paint the dungeon area? I'll do it. You know who does that? Like, probably, well, probably if you're for free too. If you're a beginner, you don't want. Yeah, you know, I guess. You know, you what would you? What would you paint your dungeon area? If you don't mind me asking, that is not a sex joke. Black. black. It had to be black, right? Why? Because it's a dungeon. All your tools are black, though. It's supposed to be like intimidating and dark. And why ugh. couldn't it be yellow? Why couldn't it be white? Now the only reason it'd be yellow is because yellow is supposed to be like emit uh, psychosis in yeah. rooms and stuff. They say that if you have a yellow room, that it, it like the color yellow in a bedroom can actually emit psychosis. Like your brain can actually start going crazy because of it. Really? Yeah. Dope as shit. Because it's so bright. To do it's this. just the color emits that feeling. But why doesn't white do that though? Because it's so bright. You know I, I don't know. Ask the people who came up with that. Did I you don't... know? Speaking of colors to have in your bedroom when you wake up in the morning, blue is the best to have because it actually reduces headaches, anxiety, stress, migraines, the works. I don't just... know what blue is. Blue. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> the bear from uh, <laughs> the your bear Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to start singing it. It's what is it? The bear necessities, the simple bear necessities. Don't worry about your problems and your strife. Yeah. Fuck you, Jeff, because he sang it too. <laughs> Hey, listeners, you guys still there? <laughs> still there? Yeah. Ah. Still listening? Yeah. So anyway, this guy went down there to paint this dungeon area, and suddenly an unseen force blew him across the room and pinned him against the far wall. Fifty Shades of Grey. The man had to fight to free himself and escape the dungeon, and he refused to go back. Rightfully so, I would say. Have you ever seen a haunted house? With the like the, an actual haunted no, house? No, 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 the movie A Haunted House yes. with the Waynes. Yes. Did you see the scene where the ghost fucked him? Yeah. Okay, that's all I have mentioned yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Other restoration stories include a man who was renewing the echoing corridor. He heard footsteps climbing, which is fucking ridiculous. It's a, it's called the echoing corridor, and he heard footsteps climbing the stone stairs and walk walking behind him. It's what do they call that? It's called an echo. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's fucking called. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
<laughs> the footsteps would stop and then so start. angry. <laughs> the footsteps would stop and start uh, throughout the day. Another worker heard, foot, uh, heard footsteps approaching, and as he looked up, didn't see anyone, but felt an icy chill. Ooh. Footsteps trudging along the corridor, echoing with the sound of a soldier's brigade, were also familiar and creepy as shit. Now, that would be fucked up. Yes. If you just heard, like... Like many, many feet walking, like in yes. some sort of a march. And an echo corridor, That'd you would hear, up. which is made of stone, by the way. You would hear so a lot of footsteps. Sorry. And it's really cold in a stone made echo corridor. Go on. I don't know why. I did. Anyway. So, all right. It's time for our. <laughs> I infamous... couldn't get to my sound effects fast <laughs> enough. I tried. I really did. I was like, it's too late. <laughs> so, it's time for our infamous quick hitters. And when I say infamous, of course, I mean more than famous. Nice. I mean, you got to drink, fuckers. So, first, Ghost River. Home to the first ever witch trial in Ireland, Kilkenny is no stranger to the supernatural. During a great flood in 1763, a crowd was crossing John's Bridge when it collapsed, drowning 16 people in the swollen Nor below. Ever since, locals and visitors tell of mysterious ghostly figures in the river scratching at the banks, leaning where the current structure stands and rising on the morning mist. Oh. Yeah. Now there's the White Lady. Hmm. Charles Fort, an impressive star-shaped garrison in Cork, has seen its share of bloodshed. But despite the battles, sieges, and rebellions embedded in its walls, the story of the White Lady is the one that really chills the blood. The daughter of the fort's commander was set to wed an officer stationed at, you know, there. But when her father shot her betrothed, <laughs> boy, oh. the bride-to-be threw herself into the ocean. Her lost soul continues to wander the grounds, wedding dress and all. I swear I've heard this song before. Yeah. <laughs> White wedding. <laughs> I was thinking, whoa, 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 she's a lady. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Some Tom Jones? Yeah, oh, man. Oh, okay. All right. I know that song. I don't know the guy who is saying. Tom Jones, Logan? I just said I know the song, but don't know who's saying it. Uh, uh, and this leads credence to uh, we have something new coming up, and we're, we'll talk about it at the yeah, end of this. We, yeah, a, yeah. A we could drop a little hint. We'll, we'll talk about it at the end. A little dab do you? It's the project. The, pro the project we'll we're call going for right the now. Yes. We have a project coming up, and, and yeah. most of it's going to have to deal, not most of With it, but claymation. Yes. <laughs> There's going to be yeah. a casting Speaking couch. of which, did you guys see that uh, Guillermo del Toro is doing a claymation version of Pinocchio? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yes. Yeah. Say, say his name one more time. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, that's, that's good. That's good. And you like, good. Did I just turn you on? That's weird. No, that was, <laughs> on a very, that was a very good pronunciation. Oh, okay. Very, very on a side note. I'm like, oh my God, my Speaking of claymation, <laughs> they're doing a live action Nightmare Before Christmas. And oh, Loki, Tom Hiddleston, is going to be Jack Skellington. Oh. What? Which? I know. I told my wife about it. She's like, what? Are you kidding me? Because she's like the biggest Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. person ever. No, I think you'll be good at it. I think it'll yeah, be Tom Hiddleston. Good. Yeah. I think it'll be all right. I think it'll be good. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, think he's really, actually a really good actor. You know who would be a better, you know, version of that? Who? Hugh Jackman. Huge Ackman? Yes. <laughs> he's got a for him, you know. Yeah, you boy. like the Wolverine? I mean, I'm only named after him. So. Well, he was that named after him. Yeah. Somebody's got a crush. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's not talk about Ryan Reynolds over here. Oh, this guy right here. God. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, if we're talking about dudes, <laughs> man, I mean, I'm Bill Clinton all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Moving I don't on. Get killed. Right. <laughs> Bishop's Hag Bishop Hagen's grave. Okay. <laughs> don't disturb the dead unless you want to be haunted. Such was the case at Saint Columns Cathedral when renovations in 1867 upset the grave of former bishop William Higgins. His tomb was moved inside the cathedral, and that's when things started to get weird. Mm. Workers began hearing footsteps in the locked gallery. Apparitions appeared in photographs. The organ would sound without a soul near it. 
and the light echoes of flatulence could be heard bellowing from inside. Can I make you mad real quick? What? Look at this photograph. No. Fucking shit. <laughs> Who sang that? Nickelback. <laughs> He's got that one. Of course I do. What's All the right. lead singer's name? Uh, Chad, 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 Chad something. Yeah. Fuck. He was married to Avril Lavigne. Grocery store. Fuck. Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> That's a grocery store? Kroger, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that guy. God, and of, that, of all things, you know that. Uh, never mind. All right. So do you guys like clowns? Mm, depends on the... <laughs> How about a murdered jester? Oh, Just look at good. Malahide Castle, a medieval fortress on Dublin's coast, where the spirit of one of these sons of bitches can be seen roaming the grounds. That's creepy. Puck was his name. Even and weird. stories say he'd fallen in love with uh, one of Malahide's prisoners, Lady Eleanor Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah. That's pretty Puck was found out, stabbed in the heart, and with his last breath swore to haunt the castle. Well, at least he's a man of his word. And they say you can actually see him there. Now, okay. I'm not... Clowns... I'm not a... I don't like clowns. Like, whatever, because you got makeup on and, you know, the Gacy thing and it's... You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up on It in the 80s and stuff. So, of course, as a kid, you grow up with this, like, little fucking thing about clowns. Like, eh, I'm not... I'm not like, oh, my God, clowns are scary. But if I were out somewhere... And you mentioned earlier, like, if you just saw a little kid or if you just saw a dog sitting mm-hmm. by there. Mm-hmm. If I saw a ghost clown, I'd probably sh- literally shit myself. No, no, no. Let's turn up just, just, just turn it up just a little bit. What if you saw a kid with clown makeup? That wouldn't scare me as much. Really? But a yeah. grown-ass clown would scare a grown, you. Like, an adult clown would like be an way adult, more scary. Yeah, an adult clown. Like clown. a little kid clown. You're like, oh, isn't his little yeah, trick-or-treat makeup? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. You seen an adult clown that's a ghost? Ugh. Nope. No thanks. I'm mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. How about a clown serving you at Wendy's? That would be <laughs> like you get to the window. <laughs> yeah, you're like, and you're all ready for your spicy nugs, and like a clown's like, hey, and like just hands it out with his his big balloon hand. Yeah, that wouldn't bother me. <laughs> that wouldn't bother me. That like, wouldn't bother yeah, you. No. Like, Where the fuck am I at? McDonald's. Yeah, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me. Yeah. Now, if the hamburger handed me some fucking spicy nugs, then the it'd be a little different. Oh my god. Off the rails. All right. So Crumlin Road Jail is a historic Victorian-era prison that once held some of Belfast's most notorious characters. It also happens to be one of Northern Ireland's most haunted places. Here, tortured souls of deceased inmates pace the wrought iron walkways and wail in the night. One was an American executed for a crime he did not commit. Another, a teenager who took his own life to avoid the hangman's noose. And that's what they call the places, the hangman's noose, a crumbling road jail. So this last one here is something that Logan found that uh, isn't so much creepy as kind of fucking sad. Yeah, it was really sad. Way to bring it down. Yeah. 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 Good yeah. job. While Ireland was part of the United Kingdom, you know, at least the northern part still is, mm-hmm. a highly controversial trial took place over the death of a local family in Hall. Yeah, I could lie. Mom Trasna. Is it is it mom's Trasna? Yeah, it's just mom Trasna. I believe okay. the T is silent. <laughs> I believe the whole word is silent. <laughs> Quit talking. Yeah. Which is on the border of County Mayo and County Galway. It was believed that the reason for the murders was over sheep rustling and the land war. And back then, it doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Because like Listen, you don't rustle another man's sheep. Yeah, you never, it just, you never. Don't, it, you just don't. Those yeah. are unspoken rules. Yeah, well, Get your hand no, they're definitely job. spoken with a click. <laughs> so the land war was a debacle between 1879 and 1882. It began during a downward spiral due to economic depression, so to speak. This pretty much halted the post-famine economic process of many of Ireland's farmers and increased the worries of lower-class families and people that resided under landlords. As a result, some Irish farmers started a movement to, quote-unquote, fix 
so-called landlord uh, landlordism in Ireland. In short, due to the famine, many people who were starting to get their lives back in order after the famine or whatever were not making enough to adjust to the rise in living costs. Some were being forced out of the homes uh, that they didn't directly own because they had landlords or whatever, or were blatantly abandoned to deal with the crappy living conditions they were forced to deal with. Okay, so it was a horrible fucking time. Yeah. These people were coming out of a fucking famine, and then everyone's fucking like, well, you got to pay me to be here, and well, I don't have the money for it, and so it just, it was bad. Yep. Known as the Mamtrasna murders, which took place in August of 1882, a family was found slaughtered in a mountainside cottage in Montrasna. Uh, Mom Trasma, sorry. Unfortunately, John Joyce, his wife Bridget, his daughter Peggy, and his mother Margaret were found murdered. Mm. His son Michael had survived only to perish the next day from his injuries. Two others had survived the murders. One was there, one of them was there when it happened, and the other was absent from the home. Patsy was injured but did survive, and Martin was at service in Clonbur during the family's demise. Several men were arrested and charged, one of which being the prime suspect and the most prominent person in the murders. Oh boy, Malrasoy. Really close. Uh, no, I actually have the the. It's Malrasoy. Is, is, is it soy? Yeah, I thought it was soy. No, it's soy. Oh, it is soy. Yeah, huh. it's Malrasoy. I actually looked up. I made sure because that name. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's a. Rough I was one. like Malrasoyah. <laughs> no, it's Malrasoy. Otherwise known as Miles Joyce in English. The men were as follows: Miles' brothers Martin and Peyton, his nephew Tom, Pat, Michael, and John Casey. Pat Joyce and Tom Casey. Sadly, most of these men only spoke Irish, which is very important in this, mm-hmm. but were tried in a court before a judge and jury without any of them knowing or understanding Irish. During the trials, two men were afraid for their lives and became informants, giving information and evidence on their neighbors and friends. Miles Joyce was one of the, uh, again, Mal Rassoy, was one of the first three men tried and sentenced to death for the murders. The others were Pat Joyce and Pat Casey. The other men were advised by their priest, Father Michael Mac. Oh boy, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come again? Yeah. Yep. You're pretty close. Yeah. Whatever. I, that's. I'm so sorry, Irish folk. Um, to plead guilty to avoid being hanged. They were sentenced to death, but the Queen's deputy, Earl Spencer, sentenced the men to penal servitude for life. Although it is reported that Queen Victoria herself wanted all men hanged, so she was like, "I want them dead." And he's like, well, "How about this?" You know what I mean? After the trial, the three convicted men sentenced to death were brought back to Galway. Before being hanged, Pat Casey and Pat Joyce admitted they were guilty, but they also revealed that Miles Joyce was completely innocent. Okay? That is Mal... What is it? Uh, Mal Rasoy. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, the main guy, the guy that they blamed everything on, they cl- they came out and said he's innocent. This evidence was unfortunately not substantial enough to change the decision of Earl Spencer. In a telegram he sent to the prisoners or the prison's governor the night before the hanging, he stated, quote, the law must take its course, end quote. The three men were hanged on December 15th, 1882, buried in the prison grounds known as the Cathedral uh, Car Park. Um, On Miles's uh, way to the scaffold, it has been reported that he said in Gaelic a bunch of very hard to say words. So to save me the trouble of trying to read them aloud, Logan found an English translation, which is just as disheartening. And it goes as follows, quote, I will see Jesus Christ in a short while. He too was unjustly hanged. I am going. God help my wife and her five orphans. Holy shit. Like, think about that, saying that, like, and her five orphans. In other words, my kids. Yep. There are records from the hangman himself that explain that Miles' hanging did not go as planned. Instead of a quick death, Miles died from strangulation, which used to happen a lot back then. We talked about this in our executions. This means that his neck did not snap from the hanging, but rather he hung there, 
choking to death for several minutes, a torturous and painful death for a man who was to be later, and by later, I mean over 100 years later, pardoned for the crime of the Joyce murders. A couple of years after the trial, new evidence was brought forth that was concealed from the initial trial that would have absolved Miles from all wrongdoing. In 2018, President Michael D. Higgins said, quote, Mal Rossoy was wrongly convicted of murder and was hanged for a crime that he did not commit. He later called the trial, quote, a miscarriage of justice. He pointed to a history of systemic discrimination and linguistic differences, which apparently led Ireland, um, you know, still, they, they still deal with this shit today because if you don't understand somebody, you know, like if you're going in front of a court and you have an entirely different dialect or be able to speak or whatever, you can't, you can't get your point across. You can't defend yourself. You can't defend yourself. So it makes sense when a man who spoke only Gaelic was brought forth to a court among his so-called peers who didn't speak any Gaelic. Unfortunately, as it is, at least the uh, family of Miles Joyce, a.k.a. Mal Rossoy, can continue to live knowing that he was indeed an innocent man. <laughs> Puppy power. So, hey, it's the movies. Oh. And what do we talk about today, Jeff? It's the top 10, according to IMDb. 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 Which is, do we ever figure out what it actually means? Yeah. In International Movie Database? Correct. That is correct. Yay. That is yeah. correct. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> what movie is that from? Uh, Billy Madison. Oh, God, I love you. Come on. So, you don't want to go toe to toe with me. Yeah, yeah. No, he's really good with movies. Yeah. You know, All right. Uh, so we have the ten best Irish movies. Oh, okay. According okay. to IMDb. 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 All right. So what do we got here? Okay. Ready? All right. I'm gonna see if I have. I have if I Logan think, and I are gonna see. If, all of us should say if we've ever seen any of these movies. So oh yeah. It's. Yeah. It, I went through it and it was kind of like, wait, what? Okay. Nine. There's a couple of these movies. Right. I probably have not seen. Go for right. it. Number ten. <laughs> Number ten. The Secret of Kells. MGK. Oh. <laughs> Is that what they call him? My, yeah. Kells, yes. Yeah, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Kel. I get Kells. it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I just yeah, think yeah. it's stupid. Dude, my wife thinks I'm infatuated with him. <laughs> Why? Because I listen to a couple of his songs. Ugh. Like Cleveland was a... Was it, was it, was it? No. All right. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, listen, I'm not bagging on the guy. He's a Cleveland native dude. And he does his thing. I just wish he would have just stuck to one thing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, when he gets shit on by fucking Eminem so hard. He's spanked. I'm sorry. Spanked. Yeah, he, spanked. He was. Yeah. Well, he picked the. He poked the wrong bear. Is what he did. And he poked him the wrong way. Yeah. So didn't man. Conor McGregor try and like throw a cane at him too at an award show? <laughs> did, did you see that? Yeah, I've never seen that. And who? MGK. Yeah. yeah dude, he's like, fuck. Are you a fucking drink. master? I got you to fucking wipe out my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> he threw his drink on him, like from afar. And that then... is very fitting, considering that he's Irish, right? Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. All right, so The Secret of Kells. Yeah, it's uh, apparently a animated movie. Oh. Nice, nice. So it was 2009. Okay. It's featuring the vocal talent of well-known Irish actor Brendan Gleeson. Do you know who that is? That I have no idea. so familiar, actually. I know Jackie Gleeson. Yeah. No, I don't know, I know that. Jack- not, to the moon, Alice! Not Brendan uh, Gleeson. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this Oscar-nominated animated film is set in 9th century Ireland. Oh, Jesus. And is a fantasy adventure story. Ooh. Hey. The film's protagonist is a young boy named Brendan. Okay. Who lives in a monastery called Abbey of Kells. Oh. Machine Gun Kills. <laughs> His adventure begins when Megan Fox divorces him. 
No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, his adventure begins when a mysterious man arrives with a book that is said to turn darkness into light. Oh. Who brings the dark to light, oh. Logan? Uh, obviously, the Jedi. <laughs> Passengers. Is that and, wrong? Did you hear this? We do! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> I think we're Jedis, all right? We bring the dark lights! <laughs> okay. Hearing that now, that makes sense. You got it? Yeah, you got yeah, it? Yeah, you yeah, got yeah, it? Yeah, all yeah. right. By the way, uh, side note real quick. Yeah. Uh, you know how recently uh, MGK and uh, what's-her-face? Megan Fox. Yeah. Megan Fox mm -hmm. got engaged. Mm -hmm. Did you hear about the ring? Did mm -hmm. they... Didn't they drink each other's blood or something? They drank each other's blood, but apparently the ring has like um, horn or not horns, but like thorns on the inside of it, like jagged pieces that go one way. So if she takes it off, it's going to rip her finger apart. And like the internet fucking blew up over it. Of course they yeah. did. Like blew the fuck up over it. Which, hey, hey, internet. rightfully so. Internet, I got to say something. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Correct. All okay. right. Number, Number nine. nine. The Mag Magdalene. Yeah. I guess that's how you would say. Yeah. Mag Magdalene sisters. Hey. All right, go ahead. I, this this is about what we were talking about. Yeah. Is it Magdalene though, right? Yeah, the Magdalene. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I got that correct. Yes. Yes. Two thousand and two. This is a seven point seven on the Richter scale, by the way. Nice. Nice. Or the IMDb. The Magdalene scale. sisters follows three teenage girls who are sent to Magdalene laundries. Remember, in we were Ireland? talking about yeah. the Magdalene yeah. laundries. Yeah. yeah. We Roman Catholic institutions for fallen women. Yep. While at the asylum, the three women face various forms of abuse and humiliation, which led to our new T-shirt. Oh, boy. Volley of abuse Volley is not abuse. a laughing matter with Correct. a silhouette of Dr. Phil. 1999, buy it for your <laughs> husband, your boyfriend, buy yourself one, get it for a co-worker. Jesus. That's I pretty mean, good for t-shirts. Our yeah. t-shirts are like good quality. They are good They're quality. Like, yeah. I, I, not that I love my new one. I just got yeah. Hanes shit, you know? Yeah, that's good stuff. I love them. Anyways, moving on. Number eight Hold is... on. I, I want to pause real quick on this one. Yeah. So remember we talked about that uh, one place that's haunted because they found the 150 bodies of... Uh, 150 the, women's bodies. Women's yes. bodies, right. Yes. That, that's what this is about. Yeah. That's kind of... That's crazy. That's where okay. women would go, yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Belfast. That's the name of the movie. Okay. Mm. I wonder what it's about. Anyways, <laughs> 2021. A and bell that goes real fast. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a 7.8 on the Richter scale. Okay. Okay. Belfast is a portrait of a working class family during the troubles in Belfast, Northern Ireland. The story is told from the perspective of Buddy, played by newcomer Jude Hill, a young boy who does not quite understand the severity of the conflict and how he's affecting his mother and father. Bye, buddy. <laughs> Can you go lower with that? Can I? Yeah. Sure. Do it. How far? Luther. Like, go, go Luther. Luther. Low. <laughs> Hold on, I got to get in position. <laughs> if you can go Luther low, let's see if you can do it. Belfast is a portrait of a working class American family. The troubles in Belfast, Northern Ireland. The story is told from the perspective of Buddy, played by newcomer. <laughs> A young boy who does not quite understand the severity of the conflict of how it affects his mother and father, 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 father. <laughs> that was yeah, was that good? That was yeah. good. That was pretty, yeah. that was pretty that was low. Pretty I, low. Have, I have built in plugins like a studio program. Yeah. That's amazing, yeah. dude. VST. They're all VST. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number, number seven. seven. Uh, Rory O'Shea was here. Oh, Rory O'Shea was here. <laughs> oh. Yep. Uh, 2004, 7.8 on the Richter scale. Which we haven't seen over eight yet. So oh, I mean, we, these, these are mediocre movies, I guess. We shall see over eight here in the oh, yeah? lad. Yes. All right. Oh, yeah. Rory O'Shea was here is a dramedy? Yeah. yeah. It's a dramatic drama. comedy. It's a drama. That's a thing now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, been a thing yeah, it's always been a thing. Yeah. 
No. Where have you Dramatic been? comedy, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> Film that follows Michael, a young man with cerebral palsy, whose outlook on life changes when he befriends the rebellious Rory, his new neighbor at the Caragormore. <laughs> it's not easy, is it, bitch? Nope. Residential <laughs> home for the disabled. So this is cool, though. It's James uh, McAvoy. It, it's, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Professor but X. He'll yeah. never, no, he'll never top split. Dude, that was. Ah. The, are you going to talk about good acting? You didn't like it? I don't know. It was okay. What did you not like about it? I thought that movie was phenomenal. Uh, It was PG-13. I just thought it was going to be... I was super excited about it because when it first came out, it was introduced... His character was introduced in what? Glass. Glass. Yeah. And so I was like super excited about it. You know, like, oh man, I can't wait to see this. And then I watched it. I'm like, okay, it's good. It's cool. Is that DC, by the way? Glass? Yes. That whole series. No, no. Is that a DC? Marvel, I think, isn't it? No, it's DC. Is it DC? Yeah. Is it? It's unbreakable, split in glass. Yeah, because they're because those are all comics. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah they, they uh, it's it, got to be DC. It, maybe it's so dark. It's yeah, either it might be Dark Horse. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It might be dark. I'm not 100 percent positive to be honest with you. And that's not Katy Perry because Hulk. if it's yeah, if it's not Marvel, I don't give a shite. All the girls listening are like Katy Perry <laughs> had to do with comic books. Yeah, it's it's Dark Horse. It is Dark Horse. Yeah. Well, hey. Nice. Yeah, it says James McAvoy's Kevin Wendell Crumb. This universe has its roots not in the comic libraries of Marvel DC, but rather in Shyamalan's own imagination. Yeah. It was all a dream. (laughs) Number six. It is once. 2007, 7.8. 7.8. The movie is once in 2007, (laughs) 7.8. You got it. John Carney is known for making some of the best movie musicals. Oh, it's oh, a musical boy. that combines strong characters mm-hmm. with great songs. Uh-huh. The songs in this film function perfectly as a look into the psyche of the characters. Like Tarzan Ooh. and Phil Collins. Kind of. Oh, boy. <laughs> a standout is Falling Slowly, the love ballad that won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. And I Holy believe, shit. if I'm not mistaken, Alanis Morissette sang that song. Really? Yeah. It's Yo, called good. Falling Slowly? I'll have to check that out. It's called Guy. Oh, the song's called Guy? Yeah, hey, Guy. No, it says a standout is falling slowly. This love ballot that won the Academy Hey, Guy! <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> number five? N- number five. In Bur- Bruges? <laughs> Bruges. Bruges? Bruges. It's Bruges. It's Bruges. Bruges. What the hell does that mean? It means... In hey, ba- Guy! <laughs> it means... In, hey, Guy! <laughs> in balls. Okay. 2008. Okay. All these came out in the 2000s. You notice that? Yeah. In the early 2000s. 7.9, almost an 8. Oh, we're getting there. Okay, okay. Sometimes it's easy to forget that well-known actors in Hollywood aren't actually American. <laughs> Colin Farrell <laughs> wow. is one of these people. In his role as Hitman Ray in Martin McDonough's comedy crime film, In Bruges. <laughs> in Bruges. In Bruges. Bruges. I like the... Like, Bruges. Bruges. It just sounds better. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. The way you do that is definitely better. Yeah. Almost sounds like going like et tu brute. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. He's like, what? Colin Farrell <laughs> is able to tap into his Irish identity. He is really Irish, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Dude, I fucking so, love Colin His name's Farrell. Colin Farrell, of course. Colin Farrell. Yeah. That's his name. Farrell. Yeah. That's, his name. <laughs> That's what he does. So anyways. Wow. Do, do you need to talk to me about something? He's. I love his movies. He's but, a very phenomenal actor. Like, we're, like Will Smith. Yeah, awesome Colin guy. Farrell. Yeah, um, Ryan, um, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Jesus. You know we need to find his dream journal. 
Oh, that's locked up here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it. I picture like a trapper keeper, you know. <laughs> it's in me head. Yeah. I got to bind it for each guy. <laughs> nice. Number four. My left foot. I have actually seen this. Really? No. Yes. What's it about? 1989. Well, first of all, 7.0. Oh, I know. I because you who's in it. That's why. Well, yeah, it's Daniel Day Lewis. But like if I saw he's that, got like um, uh, it's uh, not. He's paralyzed. Cerebral palsy. Yeah, and he. It's it's the Cerebral. whole story is about him. This is the second movie on about cerebral palsy, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's hard to say, by the way. Cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy. Especially when you got cerebral. Cot, especially when you got cotton mouth. Cerebral. Yeah. Say, say, cerebral. Say, cerebro. Say cerebral. 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 Syrup. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis won his first Oscar for his role in My Left Foot, and it's not hard to see why. Well, yeah, he goes over the top in all his roles. He becomes character for like what a year before he even starts it, dude. Well, you know who else does that now? That I heard Christian Bale. Oh, oh no, yeah. he's nuts. He's like on he's that level nuts. of DiCaprio yeah. does too. Yeah. All the like, all the like really good ones. But um, Daniel Day Lewis, best is um, there will be blood. No, that was uh, Gangs of New York. Yes. Oh my God, Butcher Bill. Butcher. Yeah, that was. Fuck. Have you seen that? Oh my God. You never seen that. Dude, it's That's amazing. on Amazon Prime, I think. Look, really? when you get a yeah. chance, what's it called? Gangs, Gangs of New, New York. York. Everybody should watch it. It's like a three-hour movie, but it's it's good. Yeah, oh, okay. So it's for, it's got one. Cameron Diaz in it. It's got Leonardo oh, okay. DiCaprio. It's got uh, Daniel Day Lewis in it, dude. It's and it's all about how like when New York was first starting and all of the the, the Irish were coming over. They found a mask. And no. Oh, what? <laughs> Can't no, they no. Get, oh, okay. nope, nope. You got that. Okay. I did. Nope. I did. <laughs> so, but, no, but it's Drew literally more and Lucy Luce show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would, it's, it's dude. I'm telling you, it's amazing. This movie, um, my, the, what is it? My left foot or whatever yes, is yes. a very, very slow movie. Okay. Like you're like watching and you're like, when is this over? In my opinion. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. It, I just wasn't a fan of it. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Number three. Number three, Sing Street. Ooh, Sing. I've not seen this Sing one. Street, 2016, 7.9. Okay. John Carney's eighth feature film, Sing Street, is pure delight. It is a coming of age musical movie about a boy in 1980s Dublin who starts a band in order to impress a girl. I've never heard that story before. Yeah, never, never. By That's the way, um, John Carney was the guy that did that once movie. The one we just talked about a little earlier that was like number oh. six or whatever with had the song and it, yeah. it was a you claimed was not who it was. Hey, guy. Anyway, yeah, guy. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah. Apart from the great cast, the best part of this movie is its songs. Ah. Oh, it's another musical. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we'll just skip over that. Okay. Number two, mm -hmm. In the Name of the Father, another Daniel Day-Lewis Yeah, movie. buddy. I have not seen this one. I've, I haven't either. 1993. It's an 8.1. Yeah. I've seen parts of it. You have? Yes. All right. Nominated for seven Oscars. Jesus. Damn. But the key word is nominated. Yep. In the name of the father <laughs> is proof that Jim Sheridan is one of the most critically acclaimed Irish directors of all time. Wow. In addition to his best director nomination for this film, he has been nominated for five other Oscars over the course of his career. Damn. Wow. Guy knows his shit. Yeah, yeah. sounds like it. Number one. Life begins now. Nope, never heard of it. And I've watched this probably 28 times by now. Seriously? This was a 2017 8.7 on the Richter scale. Wait, are you being serious? Or you oh, yeah, yeah, for do, sure. Do you have the t-shirt? It's on HBO Max. You have it though, right? The t-shirt? Yeah. They don't have a t-shirt for this movie. Are you sure? Yeah. They have I a soundtrack. Have, I have a t-shirt for it. 
Life Begins Now is a little-known experimental drama about the romantic and spiritual connection between two people. And that's how I know you've never seen this movie. Although, there are not many reviews of this film. <laughs> that's how I know. It's praised for its exceptional acting and the way it prompts the viewers to contemplate the meaning of life. The second it said what it was, I knew you were the lying. The 28th time after I watched this movie, I contemplated life. Yeah, I sat did there, you? And I was like, life begins now. <laughs> Did you watch it 28 times in a row? And that's your movies. Yeah, that's your movies, <laughs> you lying sack of horse poo. Anyway, listen, we hope you enjoyed Creepy Ireland with us because it was creepy. A lot of creepy places. I, we, we learned a lot about Ireland, which yes. I think is amazing. And hopefully you guys learned something about that big, beautiful country I, or little beautiful country. Either way, it was awesome. Make sure to stop over to our official website, themidnighttrainpodcast.com. At our website, you can buy some super sweet merchandise. Super sweet. Super, super sweet. Fun. Right. Where you can find our Duke of Fingerbum shirt, the super popular Don't Be a Salvo, the new shirt, which is uh, just another uh, 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 Mannequin Monday, which yep. is an awesome shirt. And the soon to be coming Volley of Abuse. Volley of Abuse shirt. Thank yeah. You. Along with the Switchblade Wielding Jersey Raccoon t-shirt, hats, phone cases, and so much more now listen you can also go to our website and you can actually sign up for something pretty awesome well, nfts that? we have our own nfts i no. knew it it's dad isn't he no you're naked in half of them no yeah it, but it's like a two-second gif yes but, but i am naked when i use dr squatch soap oh oh yes. you can smell it on me by the yeah. way yeah is it good is yeah. that what i've been smelling yeah, yeah. oh i thought it was more herbal but i'm kind of bummed out Oh, why? Because I have one bar left. I mean, you got to order more. Oh, I'm going to order more. Get that yeah. subscription. You know, there's a really good subscription, all right? Yeah. Well, Dr. Squatch is changing the way men approach hygiene by providing all natural, high quality, healthy products like bar soaps, hair care, colognes, beard oils, and more that make you feel like a man and smell like a champion. All soaps and products are made right here in the United States using the finest all natural ingredients, not cheaply made or harmfully mass produced. Get 20% off your first subscription. Just head on over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com forward slash sponsors or just go to midnighttrain.com. Click on sponsors. It'll be there. Click on the banner. Use the promo code DSC Squatch 20 to get the best and soap. And while you're there and you're checking out our sponsors, check out BarkBox. BarkBox is one of our new sponsors that we're going to be uh, dealing with here soon. And well, now, should I say not soon, yeah. <laughs> like now. And you can actually get one free month and you can get a, 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 box sent to your house for your dog really Dude, and it's, it's amazing they've got so many like awesome it's got so many cool like little like toys they make themselves they like everything is geared towards your dog so you can get over there sign up it helps us out get something cool for your dog and you get a, a free month with your subscription so it's pretty cool and oh, if yeah. you have a cat you don't have a dog take the cat to the pound and get a dog <laughs> <laughs> is that how you do it can you swap yeah. them in yeah, yeah it's like trading up yeah. yeah so if you liked what you heard from us consider being a producer of the show by heading on over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com and clicking on the patreon button or go to patreon.com forward slash the midnight train podcast for as little as five bucks a month. You can get all kinds of cool stuff like uh, custom shirts, you know, you know stickers, a uh, plethora of bonuses. I mean, we've got bonuses out the yin yang right now and they're going to just keep on coming. Thank you and you know what? Ass. What? At, at the ass? Yeah. The arse. The arse. The arse. <laughs> and listen, um, that's where we're going to be first dropping about the new project as well. Wait, we're doing the project? Oh. This is the one you guys be doing behind my back, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. No, we've been doing, oh, never mind. Um, oh, fuck. So yeah, the new, the, the new thing we've got coming will be dropping for our Patreon listeners first. So if you want to be the first to hear about that, go over there. And that's all I'm going to say about that that's right pretty now. pretty clever. Yes. Thank you. And it's going to be a video as well, too. And I swear I have my clothes on. 
With your son, what? <laughs> so, if you're a diehard, a diehard Midnight Train fan, and you want to help produce us and do what, just help us out and get those bonuses and do all that stuff, uh, Patreon's for you. Okay. Most importantly, please do us a favor and share the Midnight Train with everyone. Word of mouth is how we're going to get more passengers on this train and continue to bring you weekly episodes and, and talking about bonuses. During this week's episode on Creepy Ireland, I got sucked into a really fucked up case about a super big dick bag named John Botkin Adams, who was born in and went to school in Ireland, but moved to England and was a British general practitioner, convicted fraudster, and suspected serial killer. Uh, 163 of his patients died while in comas, which was obviously deemed to be worthy of investigation. Oh. In, in addition, 132 out of the 310 patients that he had actually left him money or items in their wills. Super fucked up part is he was never convicted of a single murder. If you want to hear more about us talking about that, sign up for Patreon. Don't forget to follow us all over the place. You know where we're at. We're at Midnight Train Pod on this and just just look it up. You'll find it. Now, lastly, listen, if you're looking for a new podcast player, check out Good Pods and make sure to drop us a review over there. Good Pods is a new platform that is making it easier for you to find the best indie podcast out there, not just the same old top five global corporate podcast every other platform promotes. Now, listen, I got, we got, should I say, sorry, but I responded. We got an amazing email from a new Patreon pooper. Oh, oh. really? And it goes like this. And First and foremost, I have to say, loved their energy even reading it i was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> you know what i mean it got me in such a good mood it goes hey guys my stepbrother cousin don't ask it's a i'm my own grandpa type situation nick who was a longtime friend of moody suggested this podcast to me over the holidays two days after new year's eve nick texted me to say he had covid and lo and behold so did i that sucks sorry bow, to hear about bow, that bow. i did what any long-suffering covid era person would do dug into good media to pass the time during quarantine I listened to one of your episodes, then promptly binged 10 more. I subscribed to your Patreon today, and I joined the FB group. I seriously cannot get enough of your antics. There's uh, there's random movie quotes. There's spooky, uh, macabre, murder, mystery, the spooky. She said the spooky again. That's awesome. And the weird and the wonderful. I absolutely love it. I have a few things to tell you guys. First, since I know uh, that you guys love rabbit holes and random tangents, you talked about toe thumbs briefly on a recent, a recent episode. First of all, Toe thumbs, a.k.a. the murderer's thumb, a.k.a. the Habsburg thumb, is actually called, oh, this word, <sighs> back, back, to, uh, hold on, back, 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 back to the future, back, type D, yes. Can you do that at 88 BPM? <laughs> yeah, I just did. <laughs> it is a congenital condition that is used to describe shortened thumbs. Scientifically speaking, the medical term breaks down to brachy, meaning short, and dactyl, like pterodactyl, meaning, hmm. meaning finger. Go on, yeah. Uh, there are 13 types of brachydactyl. Hey, I got it. Hey, That's right. Hey, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That affect almost every finger bone in the hand, and type D describes the shortened thumbs or toe thumbs. No, Sean Bean does not have toe thumbs, but tons of people do, including celebrities like Megan Fox, Anne Heche, Mark Wahlberg, Mia Kunis, and Stephen Colbert. Wow. Second, I have a creepy ghost hunting story. For a while, I worked at Elyria Memorial Hospital in Elyria, Ohio, in, emergency, in the emergency department. I Scary worked, place. Yeah. I worked swing shift, which didn't Dave work there? Yes, he did. Yeah. I went there a few times when I was working at the prison. I wonder if she knows a guy named Dave. Didn't he work in ER? He worked in yeah. ER, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His, his Dave name, Vallo. Dave Vallo, our buddy. And, hey, speaking of fingers, he's only got nine yeah. of them. <laughs> what is the irony in that? Yeah, I know. Right? 
So she goes on to say, I work uh, swing shift, which put me there uh, until 2 a.m., which, by the way, is the creepiest fucking time of the day to be in any emergency room. I agree. After learning a little bit about the hospital, I found out that it opened in 1908 and most of it has been largely remodeled or revamped. But the emergency room, as it stands today, is the oldest remaining part of the hospital that has not been redone at any point in several decades. That's crazy. I didn't know that. EMH also is a receiving facility and serves as the county morgue. In oh, my, I didn't know that. Didn't know that either. Yikes. In my position as a patient registrar, I sometimes had to receive bodies when they were dropped off at the ER and taken downstairs to the morgue. Fuck. There's also an auxiliary room in the hallway between the main ED and the Q track where bodies are sometimes stored briefly before being taken downstairs, lovingly referred to as the body room. Between deaths that happen in the ER and corpses that pass through on their way to the morgue, the ED has seen untold numbers of bodies pass through it. Anyways, I had randomly downloaded an iPhone Ghost Hunter app one day just to mess around with it. It comes with a bunch of mini tools like EMF, EVP, a barometer, FFTV, among others. I had played around a little bit with the EMF detector, which actually does work, and then put my phone in the pocket of my scrubs and went to work. That night, we hit a really boring and slow hour or two, and I was just sitting there shooting the shit with the triage nurse. Uh, nurse? Nurse. I mentioned to her that I just got this Ghost Hunter app, and she immediately scoffed and was like, oh, yeah, that's some dumb bullshit. Having no real dog in the fight and not having uh, really played with it much, I just told her, okay, well, we're all entitled to our opinions, but I'll just switch the EVP mode on and leave it right here next to us and see if anything happens. Worst case scenario, it's bunk, and I wasted a whole dollar on the Apple Store. Okay, makes sense. Fair enough. The triage nurse and I were uh, was sitting next to... Oh, wait, the triage nurse I was sitting next to was pregnant and was dating the baby daddy who also worked at EMG at Transpo, uh, basically pushing patients in beds or wheelchairs from department to department inside the building. She and I got to chatting about life, current events, blah, blah, blah. And suddenly the EVP app chimes in with a word. Damn, I was hoping it was going to be like a ringtone alert. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could be well, like, well, hold on. <laughs> it should be noted apart from uh, this is her still going on apart from showing the word on the screen it also reads the word aloud in a creepo monotone android type voice aloud so as we're sitting there chatting it says ring in a horrifying robot voice we stop and look at each other i say <laughs> okay ring like ring did your boyfriend propose to you like did he give you a ring she rolled her eyes and was like, ugh, no, this stupid EVP, the EVP thing is dumb. Then my phone rang. My fucking phone rang at 1230 a.m. in the middle of a dead, quiet emergency room. No more than 60 seconds after the EVP says ring, my phone rings. We look at each other. We look at the phone. I pick it up. Hello? No one is there. Hello? Dead air. I hang it up. She shifts uncomfortably in her seat. Um, okay. After a minute or, or two of being weirded out, Miss Doubtful and I resume conversation. A few minutes later, the EVP Creepabot voice interrupts a, a, a second time. It says, Popcorn! She rolls her eyes again. Five minutes later, her boyfriend walks down into the triage area where we're sitting and says, Hey, babe, I know you're snacky lately, so I brought you something. He hands Miss Skeptical Prego Nurse a box of popcorn. <gasps> I am not even making this up. She looks at me to tell, and tells me, turn that stupid thing off. I say, I thought you said it was some dumb bullshit, LOL. I always wanted to turn it on and leave it running in the body room, but I never really got the nuts to do, go in there by myself. Anyhow, got, uh, get the app and play around with it a little. We got to get that app. Yes. If you want, it's called Ghost Hunter M2 in the Apple Store. Worst case scenario, you waste a dollar. 
But best case scenario, you freak out a skeptic. Thanks so much for running an A-plus quality podcast. I look forward to supporting y'all in the future and listening to the back catalog of so many episodes. You guys are the best, and I super appreciate you entertaining me throughout COVID, quarantine, and beyond. Can't wait to hear next week's episodes. Choo-choo. Love, Maggie. Oh, what a right. great story. Crazy as shit. First of all, very cool. Crazy. Yeah, that's really creepy. Wait, so you said the app was Ghost Hunter M2? Yes. Oh. M as in mom. And she lied. It's $4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I we know you're getting for $3. Yeah, she doesn't work for EMH. She actually works for the app company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we uh, thank you so much for that message. And Maggie, thank you for becoming a uh, pooper as well. Yeah. Like it's super yeah. huge. And it, we honestly, we can't thank you guys. You all, all you guys so much. Oh, thank you for not you guys. Oh, damn them. Oh. <laughs> we can't thank you for all the love and support we've received. You guys, you passengers really do keep this train moving. Thank you all so much for listening. A very special thank you to our fearless executive producer, Patreon Poopers. <laughs> to Margaret Dempsey, Kelly Ryan, Corey Kurkowski, Nathan Diekman, Hank Sanchez, Stacey Luconan, Nicholas Cooper, Caitlin McKinney, Trent Scott, Spencer Dunlap, Jacob Cook, Maggie Brothers, Albert Lopez, Miles Campbell, Brian Gunselman, Margaret Atkins, Colleen Cox, Pumpkin Escobar, Mac Doherty, Turner Cox, so many Cox on our pooper. <laughs> Sydney Sayer, Gina Madison, Janet Shirell, Laura Randall, Chad Flint, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Fun Box Podcast. Make sure you're checking the Fun Box out. Christina Skelton and Jessica Bartolome from the Sister Skelton Podcast. <laughs> Maria Gibbs, Chainsaw. What the fuck? Jigsaw, Rick Resler, who just gave me some beer that he made recently, and Logan and I tried it tonight, <laughs> and it's fucking delicious, dude. It's is very good. It is so good, it's man. Good. Great job on that. Also to Courtney Bachelor, Katie Brabinek, and of course, our boy, Bill Birch. Oh, good for you. <laughs> so do us a favor, spread the word. And if you want your name to be mentioned on the show and for us to be forever grateful, just become a Patreon producer. Show us some love and we'll show you love right back. All right. Stay safe out there, passengers. And as always, choo-choo, motherfucker. I'm going to slap a shit out of you. <laughs> he, he's trying every episode <laughs> to get that in. It's like a different one each yeah, time. Yeah. Do you want to do it right? Yes. Do it. Choo-choo, motherfucker. Now go home and get your fucking shine box.